Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From staying home to staying apart, you're doing a lot for others at the moment. But have you been doing enough for yourself and your future? At Bank of Ireland, we're all about your financial well-being. A pension is a great way to make sure the retirement lifestyle you've always wanted is achievable. It's time to invest in you. Book a phone or virtual meeting today at bankofireland.com forward slash pensions. Bank of Ireland. Begin. Bank of Ireland is a tied agent of New Ireland Assurance Company, PLC, trading as Bank of Ireland Life for Life Assurance and Pensions Business. Members of Bank of Ireland Group. Bank of Ireland Trading as Bank of Ireland Insurance and Investments is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Hello, just these please. Okay, so that's milk, bread, car insurance, winter jacket, dinner for two, gym membership, rent and that takeaway you treated yourself to last Friday. That's €1,423 when you're ready, please. Uh, uh, (laughs) Could I put some of those back? Struggling to keep up with your spending? Stay ahead of your finances with the CCPC Budget Planner Money Tool. Learn more at ccpc.ie forward slash budget from the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the Truth Seeker Podcast, excited and delighted to be with you guys again. Uh, i got another awesome show planned for you, got a special guest lined up, so we're going to jump into discussion here in a little bit, we're going to be talking about the kingdom of heaven, spirituality, and we're just going to have a good conscious conversation, and you guys get to be a part of it. Shout out to everybody already holding us down uh, on YouTube, 
in the chat here. Chat's filling up. Facebook, Periscope, Twitch, wherever you are. Thank you for hanging out. And uh, yeah, if anybody has any questions or comments, make sure you drop that there in the live stream and we'll try to uh, touch on some of that stuff. So yeah, I want to say a huge thank you to everybody who support my work via Patreon. This uh, podcast doesn't exist without your help. So thank you uh, for believing in what I'm doing and bringing it to the table. Um, shout out to some of the latest patrons that we have within the last week or so. Shout out to Angel. Thank you for coming on. Many blessings to you, Amanda Ferez and Salvador Vila. Thank you guys for believing in the work. Again, coming on. If you'd like to support, patreon.com backslash trueseeker. Uh, there you get access to my entire discography of music, which is 200 plus songs. All the new stuff that I'm bringing to the table, the new music, it's all uploaded there as soon as it's recorded here. So you get access to that, extra podcast episodes. You get access to our Thursday night School of the Mystics, which is tonight for those of you watching live, 7 p.m. Central every Thursday we do that. That's the community aspect to what we're building here, hangouts, and uh, probably going to go back through... Um, growing in the prophetic course again we're probably going to start that again tonight so make sure you're in there as soon as we start 7 p.m central sharp uh so we can get into the teaching and get into the activation and equipping all that good stuff so make sure you check that out uh we have have the uh, sunday morning seer class bunch of cool stuff you get access to patreon.com backslash truth seeker um one thing i wanted to uh kind of talk about a little bit uh, an idea that we're rolling back and forth i'm supposed to be talking to the person tomorrow but uh we are hosting an event uh right now we're looking at september the 14th here in mobile alabama so it'll essentially be encounter mobile where we uh do some teaching activation prayer meeting together and so we got a bunch of people um, in the Patreon community who are looking to do another hangout. The last one we had at our house because uh, Encounter Memphis didn't happen. So everybody wanted to hang out and uh, and and still do it. And so people drove from all over the country and uh, met up at my house and uh, we sought the Lord and really got it in through prayer. And uh, man, God did a lot of beautiful things. So we want to do that again. And uh, but we're going to do it at a venue. So September the 14th, Mobile, Alabama, it will be at the um, Mobile Center for Spiritual Living. So we're going to do an event there. Anybody has any questions or comments or you want to help out, whatever it is, uh, make sure you send me a message, send me an email and we'll get back to you. So I'll have all the stuff on that uh really soon so again shout out to everybody holding us down in the chat chat's blowing up love you guys uh so without further ado we're gonna bring on today's guest today i'm speaking with miss freedom joy my friend welcome to the true seeker podcast how are you i'm good how are you oh i'm doing well um senior interview with uh gil on kingdom talks gil in berlin and they were like true seeker you got to have her on your podcast you guys would really get it in you guys would have a blast so i was like you know what i watched the interview i said yeah let's do it man anybody um who is kind of out there on the fringe like on the cutting edge for spirituality and then you love the lord as well so what can go wrong man we're going to talk about spirituality the the uh the road to awakening which is something that's happening all across the globe so um i guess this is a good start place to start just let the people know who you are and what you bring to the table and we'll start there well like you said i'm freedom um let's see i um i've grown up in the church but i 
didn't actually start even exploring the spiritual realm till probably about four years ago. I didn't know anything. I didn't have any relationship with God. I, you know, I was very, um, I grew up very head knowledge, I guess. You know, I knew all the right things to say. I knew all the Bible answers and all that stuff. But um, I wasn't living a life either that reflected Jesus. I didn't really know what that looked like. Um, so about four years ago, um, I had gone through, well, almost five now, I had gone through a divorce. I kind of had hit rock bottom. And um, I ended up through through my family, um, getting hooked up with this deliverance ministry and um, they had prayed for me. And all I knew was I found some kind of truth. Uh, I knew that something shifted when they prayed for me and I'd never felt that before. Um, I had, I'd never felt anything before that I, that I recognized, but I knew knowledge the whole time. It was just like, yes, I believe in Jesus and I go to church and, well, that's what I thought. Now, looking back, I know I was tormented <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> um, I felt a whole lot, but it wasn't good, yeah. you know? And um, so I had no recognition, no words, no no understanding of anything. I was just kind of being thrown all my life. Um, but that was the first time I had felt something shift, something moved. I don't know how to explain it. I just knew this is truth. There's truth here. And... I'm going to do anything I can to find more of that. Um, so I did. I just started running. I knew it was Jesus, but I knew it was deeper than I had ever known. And um, so I just started praying. I didn't even know how to really pray other than the stuff that I had heard. But I just started. I, I, it was a true desire that woke up in my heart um, to just know more and to know truth. And God is awesomely faithful. And he just... He goes, you know, you're, you're up for the journey. Let's go. Um, so I did, I, everything moved so fast. Um, I started just running after him in any way that I could. I would pray constantly. I would worship. I would listen to music. I would read the Bible, whatever. I didn't know what to do. Um, and within the year though, I ended up going out to, um, California and, um, I, I went to Bethel School of Supernatural Discipleship, which is a sister school to the well-known ministry school in Reading, um, and met up with a whole bunch of other people on the same road that just were super hungry for more um, in any way. And I, I spent three years out there, and I've been back here about a year now. So it's been a crazy wild ride. but. It got deeper uh, with the whole deliverance thing, huh? Yeah. Well, there real. was some power in that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like up up until that point, like, like, wh- like, what what happened there? Like, was that like the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Was there evil spirits that subsided and generational curses? Like, what what actually happened? Because for me, there was like two notable moments in my life. One was when I gave my life to Christ, right? And there was so much freedom that came. And maybe the mm-hmm. joy came later. The, the joy came whenever I uh, went through deliverance ministry myself. And there was so much other things that just like the layers of the onion just got rid of so much more. And it was like foundational for me to go through that. So what was it for you like going through the deliverance ministry? Was it like hurt and triggers? What what, what all got dealt with going through that? Well, I'll kind of lead up to that. Um, 
I had dealt with, you know, I was diagnosed with um, bipolar disorder and I had dealt with a lot of even visions and everything. And um, I would see spiritual things in the physical realm. Um, never good, very scary, terrifying mm -hmm. ever since I was a teenager, ever since I could really remember. And um, just constant torment. I didn't know anything other than depression. I didn't know um, depression, anxiety, just this constant turmoil on the inside. And and then, you know, with all the life events that happened and then right after that divorce, it was just like, it was a slam to the bottom. And, um, you know, I was suicidal. I was. You were a Christian I, 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 experiencing all this depression and suicidal absolutely. thoughts? Yeah. I, you know, I've been, I, I accepted the Lord when I was five, but you know, that doesn't matter. It depends on what you're aligning with and, and what you're allowing to, what you're agreeing with, you know? Yeah. And a lot of it, it just comes out of ignorance. We don't know that we're agreeing. We just are kind of tossed by everything that's thrown at us instead of standing up and realizing we actually have authority over it. Um, so when I went, I was actually on the road and I hadn't, my mom and I are very close. Um, her and I had had kind of an argument and I had been just trying so hard to be a better person. I just wanted to be a nice person that everybody liked because um, everybody hated being around me. Um, and, and I asked her, I'm just like, mom, you know, do you think I'm a positive person? And she said, honey, you want me to be honest with you? Oh, Lord. She goes, you're not. And, and that sent me just like, I can't even describe the emotions. Like it was just the ultimate hopelessness, but it's, mm. it's what I needed in that moment. I didn't talk to her for two days. I was literally on the road to work and I was fighting. I was terrified at this point because I was fighting not to drive off the road. It was like those things had caved in so mm. much. All the thoughts were there. I knew I didn't want to die, but it was almost overpowering. Yeah. Um, and she had been calling me and calling me. And finally I just grabbed the phone and answered because I knew it was my only lifeline. And, um, and she said that, you know, her old pastor, her old mentor did a different kind of prayer than I was used to. And she said, I really feel like this is what you need. And, and I knew that that was my only chance. It was either that or I was dead. So we went that night and um, it was all of the above. You know, we, he had me renounce a lot of things that I had agreed with and I didn't even know I had agreed with them. I'm like, I've never done any, I, but I just didn't understand the term. I didn't understand what was happening to me. So I'm like anything. And I just started renouncing. I just wanted freedom. I just wanted to be free. And I figured it was a shot in the dark. And, um, and then he, he did a lot of prayer and breaking off and generational stuff and um, all kinds of things. And all I remember is afterward, I was so uncomfortable. I felt almost empty, but not in a bad way. Um, I know now it's peace. I had never felt peace before. I didn't know what that was. And it was almost scary and uncomfortable, but it was like the voices are gone. It's so quiet in here. <laughs> you know? um, it was just night and day difference. Even my countenance changed. Um, my skin color changed. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, you just look different and get that something about you. It's a glow. It's my aura. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And it was instant. I yeah. mean, I looked in the mirror. I was almost like, whoa. 
like my face was brighter. My eyes looked yeah. different. That's awesome because like when we was going through like deliverance ministry, there was a, um, a, a couple that we were really close with an older couple and they were, uh, 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 the one of the guys who discipled me went through it. He had breakthrough. His sister went through it, had breakthrough. So me and my wife, before we got married, went through it because um, they were going to marry us. But they were like, we, we want you to go through this first and kind of know what you're getting into and make sure you're not bringing all of this stuff into the marriage, like all kind of stuff like that. So we went through the deliverance ministry and it, it, it was powerful, you know, and it, it really meant a lot and still does mean a lot to me to this day. And we would go to churches and stuff and like the, our home church, particularly one guy got up there. I don't know if they caught wind. I think they caught wind that we were going to, to like another ministry to, to get to get ministry ministered to and uh so they like addressed it from the pulpit and was like once you come to the cross all of that stuff is dead the enemy has no no he can't touch yeah. you and all you know and it's all this stuff and he's like some people are trying to go through ministry and go through the and they he had the whole church laughing at deliverance ministry you don't believe in jesus and it was just it was humiliating you know, and there's been several times like that. Pastors would get wind and then they mention it from the pulpit. And it's like, man, something so precious to us, you know, that really changed us, man. And they would just laugh at it. But I mean, you're just a prime example. It's not like the cross is like the beginning. Right. And it's everything flows. <laughs> it flows through the door, the cross. Right. The gate, as the scriptures would call it. Um, but it's, it doesn't just accepting Jesus. It doesn't mean everything's okay. Right. right. It's like, like you're not, he's like, I'm going to walk through it with you now. It's not like everything's okay. It's going to be okay. And I've got you. You're not going to have to, it's not that you're not going to face any troubles or hardships or storms. It's like, look, I'm going to be with you now that you're going through this stuff and you can always count on me. So I mean, your story, mine, and so many more people, just the, the, the power of deliverance ministry, um, finding joy, you know, all of that kind of stuff. I would go into fits of rage, like somebody mm-hmm. would say something or I wouldn't get my way and I would act like a baby. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I would go into like a little baby slow temper tantrums. I would do yeah. that. And the, the scriptures call it a fit, a fit of rage and it's a uh, fruit of uh, the flesh. And when you get to deal with that, these little triggers and things that would just make you mad or whatever, and you just react any type of way. And it's not according to the, the, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And you got to deal with that stuff, man. So um, have you, uh, I don't know, like, I know it doesn't mean anything, but it's, have was there any backlash or whatever from like oh you don't need that or anything i mean anything like that oh happened? yeah 
In fact, the pastor that we went to was muscled out of his own church years before. Um, you know, he had been pastor there for decades and they just didn't want anything to do with where he was going in that, you know, they dealt with it and, you know, the congregation, the elder board and everything, they were like, okay, we're willing to go this far. But as soon as he started pushing further and going deeper and just running into what scared them, um, he was muscled out of his own church. So, um, and a lot of that church body was also our church body. (laughs) Um, so yeah, there's. I find that even in the church I'm at right now, um, I can't even talk about half of what I went through then, much less where I am now. (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard to find people who are on the same page. Either you find very spiritual people who don't have a relationship with God at all. And there's gold in that. There is truth in that. But the truth is missing. Yeah. The truth. (laughs) And then you have people who have, you know, I see the cross as you're standing at a door and you have the truth in front of you walk through it and find it now. Yeah. You know, the cross is simply access to the whole kingdom, but most people stand at the door and never walk in. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, because it's because they need deliverance, you know, and it, <laughs> and it but it doesn't have to be, you know, crying, screaming, snot nose. Did, did you go through that? Like, is that kind of, I didn't. no, I didn't. I've seen it. And I think that you're right. I think that, you know, there's definitely, some of it's just easy yeah some of it's easy you know and just but some of it is carpet snot and everything you know (laughs) sometimes that's the healing though too you know Mm. i have gone through sozos and inner healings that were that looked like that yeah but it was more everything in me coming out yeah you know wounds being healed and the cleansing happening and it's messy um but that's and that's a whole different type of i guess deliverance that's more of that's yeah. more of not what's repressing, but what's been inside and held, you know? Yeah, strongholds. You know, I mean, that's what these these demons are. Demonic strongholds that have told you ungodly beliefs about yourself that you believe. I'm worthless. I'm stupid. I'll, I'll yep. always be broke. I'll never find a good man. You know what I'm saying? Like all of these weird things that you just agree with or even like it turns into prejudices. All, you know, all these people or that, you know, just whatever, like all black people are going to rob me or all white people are racist. You know what I'm saying? These different beliefs that you receive in a, in the, but they're ungodly. They're not true. But to you, it becomes truth, even though it's a lie. So, um, casting off demons, right? These thought forms and imaginations can be as practical as us having this conversation and correcting Mm -hmm. some, doctrinal beliefs or some lies that you've been told and so just being intentional with the conversation that happens you know and there's scriptural backing and examples where that's happened and um and and testimonies we get like crazy right people's like man i never knew that and man so much freedom just through a conversation with someone i mean um but then again there's that deep inner stuff that you go through as well so there's different levels to it but um for me it's like as far as like uh, the new age or spiritual community, just people who aren't like where we are in Christ or whatever, they don't really have that foundation, but they still have the fruit because they are walking in a level of love that's supernatural in in and of itself, like Jesus. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, when I I like talking about Christ and talking about, or even saying God, because I go on a lot of new age shows or spiritual shows where they're not really, I'm considered religious or whatever the case is, but I like to still keep some of the terminology because it triggers them. 
like and it it triggers them because maybe their uncle was a a pastor and they rejected them or their parents were they grew up in church and now the mention of Jesus reminds them of you know not being accepted or whatever just having this bad view of of God or Christ because of someone else you know so it's yeah. it's dealing with those triggers like why do you, why when i say god do you get mad why would you yeah. rather me say universe like i think god is all of that but why is there why don't why do you cringe when i say god or why do you yeah. cringe when i say jesus and so going to that point of pain even for those people you know what i'm saying and uh, <clears throat> and, and wanting to know why they can't do that and so it, through what i do on the podcast and my music has been something that was able to bridge the gap for a lot of people who are church hurt and they've abandoned christ they're still spiritual but they didn't abandon abandon christ because of christ they did it because of their church or their parents or whoever man you know what i'm saying so it's just like bringing that like the scripture says that we have the ministry of reconciliation reconciling you back to the father look he loves you his thoughts are continually upon you to bless you to prosper you he wants to hang out with you so embodying that and uh and the deliverance as well just from those ungodly beliefs you know and that and there's levels to it though you know it gets deeper and deeper and deeper as you know yeah. And that's, that's one thing I didn't understand. I'm like, Oh good. I'm free. I'm done. <laughs> no, you're yeah. free to now go run and conquer these things because, you know, and I was actually just talking with my, my mom again about this. I said, the funny thing is everything that I, and I'm, and I'm going to say this as well. I'm not bipolar. I found that everything I was experiencing was actually feeling the spiritual and feeling what other people are going through. It's a spiritual gift, but so I told her, I said, you know, I actually, I I didn't stop feeling those things. I didn't get rid of bipolar. Mm -hmm. It actually enhanced it. I feel those things stronger now than I ever did before. The difference is I can see what it is and I have an understanding. I have a grid. Um, So those things don't go away. We just gain understanding and we learn what to fight and how to fight. Yeah, um, that's what I was wanting to ask you. Uh, shout out to uh, Christy. Thank you for the donation, my friend, Christy, folks. Um, so being able to see, like seeing all of this stuff in the spirit realm, and, and as, I guess as you were a kid and, you know, younger, and you start seeing a lot of it was dark, demonic stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, now that you're on this side of deliverance, right, not even the cross, you're probably still having that those weird encounters with demons and dark, weird thoughts as a Christian, right? But on this side of deliverance, even like being able to see in the spirit, how has that changed? Are you still seeing demons and you just know how to interact with them now? You know what they are or are you seeing in the spirit, but it's lofty things like angels and nature spirits or anything of like higher vibrational entities? Like, are you still able to see, but now you can see clearer? Now are you, uh, what did I say, uh, clairvoyant? You see with clear vision, <laughs> you know? Well, I saw a lot in the physical when I, I, I think the last time I saw anything um, spiritual in the physical realm, you know, because there's different ways of seeing. I see in the spirit a lot. Um but I feel like, and I know that fear shut down that gate of being able to see a lot of that spiritual stuff actually in this realm where it doesn't look like there's any difference whatsoever. And it used to be only demonic. That's all I ever saw in the physical realm. Um, to be honest, I haven't seen anything else in the physical realm, but I've seen in the spirit ever since 
the deliverance. I've been able to engage that and um, it is getting stronger. It is opening up. I think we, every child I really believe can see, but at some point the fear gate shuts it down. You know, they're scared at some point, uh, night terror, or they see something that, or parents say it isn't real, any, any number of things. And, and it gets shut down very easily. Um, so I'm kind of in a journey to open that back up, but I do see a lot of things in the spirit. The crazy thing is I don't see the darkness. I feel it. I sense it, but I don't see it very often. Yeah. If at all, I see a lot of angelic. I see a lot of heavenly creatures, which by the way, can be confused for, for dark ones. Cause they're kind of funky, looking. <laughs> but they're very much, yeah. um, God's spirit, you know, yeah. um, dragon looking things and whatnot but um so i see a a lot of that stuff um but it's all it's all god because i'm so focused on keeping my eyes on him that the darkness can't get in that line of vision yeah um man it's like once like so i was into like dark witchcraft like trying to make covenants with demons and cutting myself and drinking blood like we did all types of wickedness and i would do all of these rituals because i wanted to tap in because i had an encounter where something crossed over into the physical realm uh an entity manifested physically it wasn't in the spirit i didn't see it or just sense it spiritually this joker popped into this reality it looked like an eight foot tall camel we we stole something from a witch and he put a hex on us and um he ran past us knocked us to the ground me and my cousin both freaked out wow. you know it, you would think that it was like okay stay away from that that stuff's dangerous but for me it was like no this stuff is real and i can get good like he's gotten good and i can summon <laughs> these entities myself you know so i ended up getting into some really deep dark witchcraft and going i ended up going schizophrenic yeah, as a teenager i was 15 mm-hmm. 16 years old couldn't look nobody in the eyes hearing voices speak to me and just my health started to deteriorate started there was like a spirit of hypochondria like every disease i heard i thought i had it like it was an overwhelming sensation brain tumor brain cancer testicular cancer like anything i heard on on a television i thought i had it and it was just overwhelming you're gonna die and just like it was demonic you know and um mm-hmm. and I, I i needed to call out for help called out for christ because i had been a christian a few years before god saved me came back into my life filled me with the holy spirit and uh, that was back in 2000. So from and so there was spiritual warfare com- still coming out of that darkness. I want to live. I want to love. But it's a long, hard road out of hell. Like there's some things you have to go through that yep. that still want to hang on. And um, but going through deliverance totally helped. Right. So much stuff fell off at the cross. But that deliverance really sealed the deal for me. And um, so when we do engage the demonic like i sense them and see them and things like that or and it's usually pulling them off of people to helping other people go through stuff or if i yeah. have unconfessed sin in my life or there's things that i like idolatry the lord says stay away from it and i'm like nope i want it more you know there's like this weird realms of darkness that you kind of lurk in and you got to confess it and get out of it as fast as possible like idolatry or anything like that um and so, but on this side of all of that, um, I've only encountered like beautiful things. Like, and there's like, you know, Christians are like looking for like demons behind every corner, which I believe they're, they're out there. Right. But for me, like right. meditation, traveling in the spirit, oh, you're going to get, you're going to get possessed. Don't, don't, don't meditate. You're going to get possessed. And you hear all these weird things, but like, 
whatever you this is this is just how it works for me like whatever whatever level that you're vibrating at in the spirit realm you're going to encounter those beings when you're deep in prayer when you're uh, meditating when you're doing whatever like those are the type of entities that are around you you're, you're we're talking about vibrational frequencies and things like that if you're for me i was robbing people i was in gang activity i was smoking and drinking and doing all types of wickedness and when i tapped into the spirit realm they said hello I reached in, they reached back. Now, I'm trying my best to do good deeds and have alms and spending time with the Lord. When I tap in, it's beautiful, beautiful encounters. I don't have to worry about getting possessed. Uh, he's a good father. He, you know, I know these truths and these, these ungodly beliefs can't tap into my psyche because I've been there. Like, I've been to the point of the breaking point of schizophrenia and those demons. I know what they're like. So... When I tap in now, it's all be- beautiful, lofty things like you're saying, even though they may not come as a beautiful woman with big wings and yeah. a glowing <laughs> white, pink aura. Like they may look like a serpent. They may look like a squid. You know what I'm saying? It can. Mm-hmm. So, so to think that it's going to be like we've perceived it in that realm. <laughs> One kinda, eyes kinda, that. <laughs> I wish they did. It's scary. It's a fearful, fearful thing. I mean, look at the four living beings and the different. Uh, 2021 just got 100% better with Ireland's most affordable SUV, the Dacia Duster. This 0% deal is 100% real. Buy the Dacia Duster Prestige with 0% APR and 3 Three months deferred payments. It's shockingly affordable. That's 0% interest on Euro payments and zero payments for the first three months. 100% yes. Book a two-on-one test drive on Dacia.ie. Contact your local Dacia dealer today. Offer is made under a higher purchase agreement subject to lending criteria. Terms and conditions apply. See Dacia.ie. A smashed phone, a cracked tablet, a new battery. At Pair Mobile, we've been the leader in repairs and replacements for 10 years. And now, we're celebrating our 10th birthday with a 10% discount. At Pair, we only use high-quality parts, fitted by trained technicians, and all screen repairs come with a 12-month warranty. So, visit PairMobile.ie and enter Birthday 10 for a 10% discount. Also available in-store. They scared people. What the hell? You're like, they scared people, man. I'm telling you. And uh, just anything supernatural outside of the box is is, is weird and scary, right? So um, yeah. what about for you? So like you don't really, is that kind of your story too? I feel like it's just like a universal law almost, you know, like you don't do bad stuff. You don't have to worry about getting possessed or those demons messing with you. It's still spiritual warfare though, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that kind of goes with, what you know what i was going to talk about actually um you know a while ago i was just like god you know why do i keep doing this thing and that thing and whatever and i don't want to do this and it's not in my heart to do this mm-hmm. but it's just you know habits or things that you gravitate toward or whatever and um and he said i'm i'm so not concerned with what you do but why you're doing it so he said, let's let's shift your focus. You're trying to not do bad things and you're trying to do good things and you're trying to do this and do that. He goes, I don't care about what you do. I care about what's in your heart. Search my heart. And so probably for the last year, every time I sit down, the first thing I do is I just, I'm like, God, I don't care if I experience anything. I don't care if I see anything. I just want to align more with your heart. Yeah, We are one and I want to come into more uh, revelation and um, reality of that. And I found that, you know, it seems so basic, but love, 
But when we actually learn to align our frequency with the frequency of love, because the frequency of love is God, and we are one with God, things shift. That's what manifests the difference. And you don't end up doing the things that you don't want to do in the first place. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a deeper aligning than correcting yeah. actions, I guess. Yeah. Um, integrity. You can try to not steal something, but how about you correct the thing inside of you that wants to steal it in the first place? Mm -hmm. Align that with the Father. Align our hearts with integrity actually brings forth reward. It's not just a, I think, I think, I know for me, and, and I'm sure I'm not the only person, but it's more of like, keep yourself under wraps and it's a discipline thing, but it's really not. It's recognizing the reward of the things we're aligning with. The reward of integrity is promotion. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And it's big. You know, <laughs> word of true generosity. It's not about giving a homeless man a hundred bucks on the street. You can do that out of greed. You can do that out of, I want to look good. But if you're doing it from the, the standpoint of, I want to bless you. Now let me sit down and have a conversation with you too, because I want to hear your heart. That is a heart of generosity and it will never go unrewarded. So aligning our hearts with the actual standard of God and, and the father's heart begins to open up and unlock all these doors in our lives and they will manifest. And the things that we want to experience, the cool spiritual encounters, the, yeah. you know, I, I've had multiple encounters, especially in worship. I mean, I met Enoch in the spirit. I, um, lots of angels and, and it's always been in worship when I'm just, God, I just want to know your heart. That's it. Mm -hmm. Hours of diving into, I just want to know your heart and I want your heart and I want ours to be one. And that is it. And these things just start to unlock. That's so good. that's good. So you essentially seek, um, seek the, seek the father and you get the experiences versus seeking the experiences for, for just to be wooed. I want to talk well, about that. Seek the kingdom and all these things will be added. Yep. Exactly. There's so much more we can, we can go into, and I want to ask you to. Uh, we're going to take a quick two-minute break, and on the other side, I want to talk to you about meeting Enoch. I want to talk to you about these, what some of these other weird entities you've encountered look like. So we'll take a quick two-minute break, and we'll be right back, guys. Uh 
So the Encountering Jesus, the Hem of His Garment meditation, man, if you guys are familiar with the story in the Bible with the woman with the issue of blood, you're pretty much coming at it from her perspective. So you're translated back to ancient Jerusalem 2,000 years ago and you're walking through the streets. Now there's ambiance, we have voice actors and all of these things as you're encountering people walking through the streets. And as you're moving through the crowded streets, there's things on the left and on the right, they're trying to get your attention. There's vendors trying to sell you things. There's groups of ladies that you meet who are trying to pull you off the road. They're trying to gossip about you. You see all of this stuff going on, but you see Jesus straight ahead. And you're just trying to focus on Jesus with all of these different distractions that are coming. And the different distractions that I put in there were something that God uh, translated to me that people were dealing with. And some of it was stuff that I have conquered in my own life that I was able just to kind of start rolling with it when the Lord told me to go there. But it's dealing with gossip. It's dealing with slander, backbiting, inconsistency, and getting pulled off the path. So as you're going through the meditation, you're being ministered to for some of these areas in your life that we've all struggled with. So again, you're pushing further, you see Jesus ahead of you, and you just know that all you gotta do is get close to him. Everybody's fighting for his attention, and you just know you just gotta get close enough just to say hello. Just close enough, if he can see me, I just gotta touch him. And so you go in, and I don't wanna give it away, but you go in and you encounter the love of Christ, you encounter Jesus, he ministers to you, and it's just this beautiful encounter that you have, and it's about 16 minutes, but as you have this encounter, I've also created these meditations so that you can just kind of keep going. As you go in, you're already deep into the trance state, you can kind of keep going with the encounter. So the music continues to go for an hour. So there's testimonies about people who are going in and they're encountering Jesus, they're encountering God, they're encountering angels, and really just getting downloads from the Father's heart for themselves. So I urge you to check it out. The Encountering Jesus, the Hem of His Garment meditation, and I guarantee that you'll be blessed from checking it out. Hey Amen. You heard the man. Truthseeker.com. Check out the new meditations that I just came out with. God bless your life. Um, Enoch. <laughs> Encountering. And we, we hear a lot about this. And and um, I, I've never encountered a uh, a saint, right? Or um, one who is con- like a person. I don't think I've ever encountered a person in the spirit. Um, was it a, a vision or was it really him? How, how does that work? So I'll have visions, which are more like um, thoughts and screens. And it's kind of like if you imagine something. Um, And then this was an actual encounter where like my eyes were open and I could see him in the spirit, but wasn't fully in the physical. It's almost like an in-between type seeing. I don't know how to describe it really. Um, So I actually, I don't even know how I knew, well, I know how I knew who he was, but like, I had never seen Enoch before. I just knew it was Enoch. And um, I had been worshiping for about two hours, just on my own in a little, I was in the prayer room at, at our church and I just had my own phone music going and I was laid out for a while. I don't know. There was just a lot happening, but 
all of a sudden I, I sat up, I was on my knees and, um, and I looked ahead and I felt this, this wave come in the room and it was a man and he knelt down in front of me and he said, I'm Enoch. And he put his hand on, I, I was like, cause it was so real. I knew it wasn't in the physical. I knew it was from the heavens, but yeah. he was right in front of me and he put his hand on my heart, but it went into my heart. It went like deeper. And um, he said, I impart to you all my knowledge. And when he said knowledge, I knew that it was more than, more than head. It was being knowledge, like the knowledge of his being and what he walked in. Yeah. Um, things that he discovered through relationship. And that's when a lot of actually, a lot of this passion to know the father's heart came. It, it started just igniting. And I started realizing, you know, the, the focus has to be that Enoch gained what he gained and lived the way he lived and never died because he walked so closely with the father. He walked so closely with God. They were one. And in reality we are one, but we don't always, we don't live like we're one yet with the father. And um, so I guess, you know, my priorities after that, just, it, it was like thoughts started to change immediately. Um, revelation started coming and it, it was a crazy shift. I mean, I felt it in the moment, but even hours after and the next day and the next day it was like yeah. perspectives just started to shift yeah. and change. And it, it's crazy. What but did you feel it, in your was, body when he touched you? Like, was there electricity? Was there screaming? You know what I'm saying? No. Cause no, it was just a, just a peaceful inner it was, knowing or it was, I, I felt it, but, You know how, like, if you, do you ever get, um, like, just waves of Holy Spirit through your whole body, and it kind of, like, almost weakens you for a second? <laughs> That's what it felt like, but it was localized. It was localized right where his hand was. It was, like, a, yeah. a, a mild pushback, but then it shot through, and um, and it, it tripped me out. It, it happened so fast, but it tripped me out, because I thought he was just putting his hand on my heart, but then it went in, but it was... It was like all of a sudden I could see in the spirit how deep my heart was and it was infinite. And he went all the way, like it was way past what my body would have been. And wow. it's just, it was, it was a really cool life changing experience. It's interesting. Like, um, you know, we know Christianity or the religion that, uh, of Christ and the disciples and prophets, right. Comes from the East, right. Um, it was a spiritual practice. I believe one of the the top spiritual practices. I think we have a one up on everybody. <laughs> it's a beautiful, right? Um, and and there's a lot of things in the Bible. Um, uh, spirit travel. We're talking about divine healing, speaking with angels, downloads, like dreams and visions and interpretations about where to go, who to talk to, who to go into business with, like all just crazy stuff that was going on in the Bible. Um, and it comes from the East, right? And so in Eastern thought, Eastern philosophy, a lot of the Eastern religions that they kind of practice this stuff mostly like we would say hinduism or something like that maybe even buddhism eastern thought was that your ancestors or your teachers even ancestors may be more of the like native american terminology but your your teachers right the person who taught you 
um, your your teacher, your your uh, your guru, whatever, who trained you up spiritually, that discipled you, that mentored you, when they pass. They believe that they continue to teach you from beyond the grave, you know, and so we hear people like you and a lot of other people who are being more vocal about this, who are having encounters with saints, even Uh, some people talk about prophets that raised them up, even uh, who who lived. 15 years ago, you know, and who have just passed, who are visiting people. And these are Christians who are coming up saying, yes, he visited me. He imparted knowledge to me and told me what to do. And like, and they're being more vocal about it, even though it seems kind of fringy and only because it's in westernized religious Christianity and what it's become. It started out as a spiritual practice in the East and it's turned into a religion in the West, right? And it looks very strange the closer we get read the Bible and get to true Christianity of, of a spiritual practice and stuff, you know? Our view of God gets a lot bigger, I think, from like you, maybe where you started, you said you had it all figured out. It's about, you know, head knowledge and knowing how to quote scripture or whatever. But now it's just like, I know nothing. I know a lot, but I know nothing at the same time. I'm still learning, you know. Um, And then we look at Jesus, which is a beautiful example, right? Uh, The Mount of Transfiguration. I feel like it's a like if we had a camera and we got to follow Jesus to where he goes when he prays. Jesus would go into a mountain or on top of a mountain. Who does that when they pray? Buddhist monks and Hindus, they'll go into, you know, in Tibet on top of the mountains and they'll fast and pray or they'll go literally go inside the ground right in inside of a mountain and they'll meditate for hours jesus was doing that and so we get a picture of what he was doing while he prayed for hours not just lord i pray for the disciples i pray you just work on their hearts god and just bring them to a closer (laughs) like he i'm sure that was happening he was doing some intercession but when we got to see, we literally got to see an amount of transfiguration. Jesus's body transformed. He, he appeared in all white linen to begin to glow. And then Enoch and, and Elijah, um, no, it was Moses and Elijah, right? Mo, Moses yeah. and Elijah uh, appeared to him and started speaking to him. And then the disciples seen it and was like, they were freaked out. So, like, that's really like one example i feel like he was always doing that i felt like i feel like that was normal for him and he's he's bidding the disciples look come away and pray with me man i got some things i want to he even told me said look i got some things i want to show you but y'all aren't ready for it yet and then now now you're coming into this deeper revelation even you and me and so many other people and you're like man i don't even know who i could talk to about this they're gonna think i'm crazy when i tell them there's squid entities that appear and you know but they're good guys (laughs) and they just exist and they have a job to do and you know what i'm saying and so some of the deeper realms of the kingdom which have been revealed to the sons and daughters it's like transcending what we've been told over the years but it's biblical like all of this stuff is in the scriptures they encountered it so have you um was this a one-time encounter with enoch some people like they have meetings they continually go back or or whether they're intentional now say hey lord can i meet with him again does he have some more to show me or is there another saint that comes where where do you go from there is it a one-time experience or is it something that you practice so I would love to be, for it to be more than a one time. I have a lot of questions, but I also know God knows the answers to the questions too. So I'm patient. Um, that was the only time I met him. Um, I'm hoping for more. I'd also like to meet Paul for sure. Um, and I'd love to meet with more of the saints. And I really do think that that's important. I think that there's been this 
there's been this stigma in the Christian realm that even talking with angels is like angel worship or yeah. talking with the sta- saints, you don't do that. But I don't understand why not. You know, me talking to you is not worshiping you. And the angels are here to help us. And the saints are our family. It's no different than talking to them when they were in this realm. They're just not in this realm primarily anymore. Um, so once I broke that kind of fear off and, and mentality and started, you know, God started recalibrating that, even um, I, I haven't met with any others um, well-known saints, but um, after that, my grandmother died and I saw her and spoke to her. Um, my cousin died last uh, um, December and she, she and I were so close and God let me see her and talk with her um, again, only once, but they, they are still part of our family, you know, and we need to, we, we talk with other people like you and I are right now about what we know. We want to gain things. We want to gain experiences and, and just hear other perspectives. So why wouldn't we do that with the ones that walked with Jesus? Yeah. Um, I, so I haven't had you know, like the encounters with the saints, but I've had encounters with all types of other entities, right? And uh, light beings and stars and um, moving stars and ascending and traveling back and forth from heaven to earth and had some beautiful encounters with that. And I've, I've it wasn't that, like I got and summoned them like I wanted to have it. I wanted to go deeper and just learn. It's, but it all came through the Father. God, yeah. if they're out there, if they travel back and forth, if they're not too busy, can I see one? <laughs> right. And then I was like fasting in prayer and I really wanted to know. And he's like, okay, son, you want to know? Let me show you. Let me blow your mind. Jeremiah 33, three, if you call unto me, ask, I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know and cannot find out. And there, yeah. I believe that there's secrets of the, of the scriptures. Obviously some, most of the stuff is lost. This does not, it's coming back right with this next stage or whatever. A lot of stuff's coming back and then more is added, but there's like, I believe there's things in the, in the, um, in the spirit that people have never encountered before, or maybe they've encountered just been too much persecution to even talk about it. You know what I'm saying? That God has not shown anyone that he's willing to show the sons and daughters. If you ask, he's like itching. He wants to hang out. He's like a friend, man. You know, he's not just like this supreme deity. That's not personable. Like he does, like he's not so far away that he can't hear you or, or his hands not not long enough that he can't reach down and 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 you know not just help us but fellowship with us you know and um yeah. so coming out of that like I've had angelic encounters but I've also had a lot of deep encounters with Jesus right so I haven't had with the saints but Jesus has shown up and come you know just change the room you know and all kind of things like that and it's so um weird like if we talk about like the apostle Paul, he, he takes trips, trips and stuff back and forth to heaven. And, and, um, <laughs> he comes back and he says, look, like I've seen things that it's uh, not permissible for men to speak about. I don't think that it wasn't permissible. I think that you sound silly trying to explain it. And, and exactly. Spe- especially cause you know, <laughs> with the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's just be, let's just be real. Like, it, there's no, it's not matter up there. Like it doesn't no. like we it doesn't look like us. A lot of people have visions and, and see things and they see a man and look like clothed in white and like there's energy, it's vibration, it's it's advanced complex geometric patterns made out of love. To describe it. But yeah, and you if you start coming you're like, Okay, what what'd you see? What it look like? What it sound like? Tones. But Green. the tones it was telepathic <laughs> tones that gave me information about the past. So I was like, what the hell? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. New Agers. I, I was literally just having this conversation right before our show. I said, you know, I get so nervous because there aren't words to describe that it, it's a different there needs to be new words. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we do a bad job, and I think that's what Paul was referring to. I think it's that he can't or it's not permissible. Like, I can't tell you. You just have to figure out. Like, cause it's like you have to experience it, and especially now we're talking about, like, the doctrinal stuff and, like, prove to me scripturally. Okay, we can, but still. You're not you're going to you already have a, a preconceived notion about what that means because of your upbringing or because of your prejudice or whatever. You have to encounter this. You have yeah. to, but in it's, and you can, we're not special. We're not privy to information that you want. If you want it, it's here for you. That's the testimony. God is not a respecter of persons. So people who want to, uh, like they don't, they don't believe it until they've experienced it, but that's good. I think that's good. I think there's a, a sense of like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Optimism there. And like, you know, people give like, you know what I'm saying? Doubting Thomas a bad rap. I love, I love, he wanted to see it. He said, hold on. Our savior was just crucified. And he told y'all that many would come in his name saying that they were him. And the first guy who showed up, y'all saying it's him. I want to, I'm not going to believe that it's him until I see the holes in his hand. Y'all show me. I'm not just going to follow any dude who looked like him and, you know, talk like him. Cause you know, he's told us many would come and he's wanted to see the holes in his hands. He's like, I want to see for myself. And that's a beautiful prayer. God, show me. Don't say truth seekers, show me. Don't say freedom, show me. God, show me. Go up under the stars. Go into meditation. Lord, whatever you have for me, not what you got for them. What do you have for me that you haven't shown anybody? Right. Show me. I mean, our I stories Our right. stories can build testimony. They can build faith for mm-hmm. a testimony. But these are our testimonies. These right. are our, our journey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would hope that nobody goes out and says, I want exactly what they have. I mean, People have time traveled and teleported. And yes, I want to experience those things. I'm like, the realm has been opened up, that it's a reality. I want that. But I want it in my journey. I want it in timing. I want it through relationship. And God, you know when that's available. I fully believe it. But experience transforms. And you can't, you know, I grew up my whole life, like I said, up to up to five years ago, believing 
But belief didn't do anything for me until I experienced. Because so I think, like you said, I, I, I think experience, it is. It's, it's what cracks open the door to the reality. Your faith gives, gives way to a belief or your belief gives way to faith that you believe in the unseen, right? That's faith, believing in things you can't see. And, and uh, um, so you have faith in God. But now when you go through the dark night and you have these encounters and God shows up, you, I say you quit believing in God. You quit, you can't, you quit, quit having faith in God. Now I know him. I know yeah. God. There's not no if, ands, or buts. Like I know the creator of the universe. He's my friend. He loves mm -hmm. me. He's got me. I'm here for a reason. Uh, my steps are, are ordered by him. The steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. Everywhere I've been through, everywhere that I'm going to go, good, bad, ugly, uh, terminology to explain it, doesn't matter. I follow him. I follow his voice in the midst of the wilderness. And so to trust that and say, okay, God, I'm open. Like, you know, whatever you have for me, he'll give you a level of discernment and opening that up man it's uh it's it's next level for a lot of people but there's a freedom and a, a peace that comes with that you know i don't think there's any limits really you know right. and that could, because it was going back to what you were saying you were saying that it wasn't what you're doing it's how or why you're doing it right i have a lot of people who good friends who i would love validation from people who have let grew me up in the lord right and discipled me early on they don't like what I'm doing. You, you know, I'm promoting this. You're, you have new agers on your show and spirituality and you're not, you know, they, they don't like it, but, um, it's not, this isn't what God's called them to do. It's what he's called me to do. And I, I know who, who I know who I am and, um, and the depths of that, we want validation, but you know, we're, we're validated by the father. So ha having those encounters and stuff, man, it it really changes everything and it's the intention behind it. They might not be able to see the intention. Um, Jesus, when, whenever he went to the cross, he, he says, uh, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And then Paul kind of echoes that and says, look, there's people who are doing things and the most high is not going to judge them according to his righteousness because they don't even know what they're doing. They don't even know. Yeah. So there's, they're, they're doing it. They may be doing, uh, the 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 wrong thing, but for the right reason. Like their intentions are are good. Like they're trying their best, trying their hardest. So, intention is the key to all of this stuff. It unlocks it. Like yep. your intention. Like what do you want to accomplish? Do you want to have a, a crazy encounter for the sake of an, an encounter? I think you can. I think there's many different ways that you can facilitate that. But having that encounter, it, it changes who you are, you know what I'm saying? And for your intentions behind it. And, um, and you can feel that, right. We're talking about vibrational frequencies. You can feel intentions on people, why they're doing it. I mean, I hate it, man. It's hard for me to even like a lot of pastors. I can't, I know, like, I know why, like they, I can know their intention. Like they're saying, they're saying a good sermon, but I was like, man, yeah, I know the terminology yeah. and it just, there's so much to it, you know? Uh, you could yeah. read. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I was saying. Like even even some of the best looking people, the good doers, um, you know, we can be doing a lot of good things that or that appear good with an ugly heart. Mm -hmm. And then there's a lot of people that look really scary to the to the church. People who do things that are that look worldly, but what what's the intention? You know, yeah. where is where is that place coming from? It's just because they haven't seen it before. You know what I'm saying? And they're not called to that. And um, 
you know that's what it that's what it comes down to you know um let me ask you about this so you're a worship leader at your church right yeah what is so you know we talk about vibrational frequencies and complex geometry i, I mentioned color healing and lights and things like that set of and aesthetic for for all of that because it's the same thing what what happens uh during worship you know, there's a lot, just music in itself is powerful, but what about like singing over people prophetically? Do you, mm-hmm. you practice that? Like what are, what is like for, for people who like, I don't really like Christian music. It's just cheesy and corny. Like what's the, for you, why do you do it? Like what happens spiritually when you listen to worship music or, or sing over people and, and lead people in worship? So there's a lot of different elements right now. Worship leading at my church is very, um, I mean, I've been in a place personally where I can tap in deeper, but the congregation is just not there. In fact, our church doesn't even operate in prophesying and all that stuff, which has been very difficult to be where I'm at. And in the realm, the circle that I'm in and then lead in, in this way, but it's what I'm called to right now. And, um, so with that element, I mean, I see a lot of things. To be honest, when I when I lead right now, I see a lot of warfare in the spirit. Mm. And there's a lot of breaking. There's a lot of kicking open doors um, and then waiting for the dust to settle till the next time because it does create an uproar. Um, personally, in my worship, though, uh, when it's just me and God, nobody else, there's a lot of a lot of different elements, and I and I do sing over people. I love to sing over people. Um, usually, just melodies, not necessarily words, but there's melodies that, you know, I, I always usually sing in the spirit. Spirit. I don't have any prepared songs or anything like that. Um, I love singing in tongues. There's just, I've, I've experienced a lot of healings. I actually um, had kind of recorded something on my phone. I, I usually, when I'm worshiping, I'll just hit record on my phone. I'll let it go and um, clip it later. And I had layered one with three different harmonies. Cause I, I, I just, there was something really powerful in, in one point of worship and it was just singing in tongues. And um, I had listened to it over and over and over. And I'm like, there is a harmony to this different frequencies something else will be released so i sang a harmony in the same same tongue same everything and then toward the end i layered in a third one and um i've actually i put it out on facebook but i sent it to a few friends too and three people said the pain in my back left um my my friend had been having shoulder and arm problems and she was looking at going in for surgery immediately healed and she hasn't had problems since love to kick back with a big mac Ain't nothing you wouldn't do for a sausage and egg McMuffin? Well, good news. You can now order McDonald's on Just Eat. Give somebody say, just eat. Sausage and egg McMuffin served until 11am. Big Mac served after 11am. At participating McDonald's, check out your Just Eat app to see if there's one near you. Delivery fee applies. If you have a prescription, it's easy to get yours at Boots. Ask your doctor to send us your script. Manage your prescription and reorder through the Boots app. Get a text when your prescription is ready. And our trusted pharmacists are always on hand for you to speak to. The list of reasons to get your prescription at Boots goes on and on and on. Boots, let's feel good. Valid prescription required, subject to availability. Charges may apply. See boots.ie for details.
Um, so I experience a lot of healings when I sing over people, but usually when it's in person, um, I see a lot of inner healing, emotional healing. Yeah. Um, but I love using, that's actually one of my favorite ways of deliverance. It is a form of deliverance as well. Yeah. Tapping into worship and, um, just that's awesome. You said it's just like healing during, during worship. There's fullness of joy, right? The Bible says that the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. So if you want God to show up, just start talking about him, man. Just start singing to him, yeah. right? Don't sing to the people. You know, you can sing over the people, but like, look, let's lavish the love on the father. He's going to show up and he'll create an atmosphere for us to minister, for us to move. What do you, and so you say you see warfare. I know that's hard. That's tricky. We had a um, hip hop group. It was it was uh, it was a hip hop worship project called Until Shiloh Comes. We got a couple songs recorded, but um, very much so prophetic. I would do the hip hop and sing, and my buddy would play the guitar and sing as well. And we would go into places, and and they would want to watch us, and we're like, listen don't look at us this isn't a concert you guys have to tap in and if you want yeah. it it's here for you but don't if you're looking for a show you come to the wrong place but um so that but so when people would engage that with you and say okay let me just tap in let me just close my eyes and let them sing over me and where we would go in the spirit um they would have their lives change and encounter a deeper realm of god's glory and so but for the what we would go to places like he want like he he it was funny but he was working for a um uh call center <laughs> my buddy and uh they had like a like everybody graduated their class to to go go out on the floor right they had went through a class together to work at this call center and they had did like a talent show and they had pizza and stuff and it's like hey man let's come up here and let's do some music like so we went to his the graduation of his call center class and it's like all right so we kind of we just were sitting in these chairs and they're all wearing suits. He's like, yeah, you gotta, you have to dress nice though. You can't do it. It's like, oh man. So Come we on. go there <laughs> and we kind of just tell them, look, this is what we do. We just love Jesus. And we're just going to sing. if you close your eyes and just tap in and uh, it's hard. Cause you're like, these people don't know what we're doing. And it really, ha we have to set the mood. We have to change the atmosphere, but we were able to go in and then we close our eyes and I rap with my eyes closed and we worship with our eyes closed and open our eyes and just people are just weeping, man. You know, and they're just like, man, that was just so beautiful. And it just reminds them, no, you know, it just does different things for different people. Right. It might remind somebody yeah. who's kind of far from God where they used to be or maybe somebody who's never encountered the presence of Jesus would show up there in the midst of that. Right. And um, but it's hard when you got like people are just like, let's see what they're going <laughs> to, you know, it's like, hold on. Yeah, we got to go in. I need y'all's help. <laughs> you know, it can make for it sure. a little hard. But, uh, yeah, worship's powerful, man. And, uh, singing over people, singing in tongues. Um, here's, here's an idea. Have you ever tried to interpret some of those lyrics? Um, as easy as breaking them down in syllables, tongues are usually in these different syllables, right? Um, very similar to Hebrew, but, um, you can, well, I've been writing down some of the things that I would repeat those, you know, things, you, you know, they just come up. I'll write them down and then type them in on Google Translate and their messages that come through, like literally in a language that's spoken on the earth. Have you ever tried that? That's a very interesting concept. You know what? I've, I've asked for translation because I notice um, even in a lot of the songs that I've had re that I, I've just captured on my phone, the, 
and, and I hear it when I speak in tongues too, there's certain words or certain phrases that I say often. Mm-hmm. And I've asked for um, translation, but I never thought to type it into Google, mostly <laughs> probably because I don't know how to spell it, but you know, you can play well, around with that. You, get, you do have to play around with it, yeah, in syllables. Especially if you don't know what language it is, you know, yeah. and how well, they spell, but. Mine was uh, Filipino. It came back Filipino. Like, oh. it, like every time I do it, it's like the same. Um, language and it's really interesting because like like i'm getting the names of angels um messages for humanity and it's always something beautiful for humanity we're here to help we're here to serve um i want to meet with you it was one that there was one that was like i desire candlelight like that was a and these are some like in personal sessions with people that i would go in i'd get into trance state and start speaking in tongues and I would just write those syllables down and say, give me a moment. And I go to my translate and it's like, I'm going through this with you. Apparently there's a, uh, uh, an angel by the name of this, that, that wants you to light candles. Like it's some, it's interesting stuff, right? We're just engaging it by the spirit. But see, a lot of times we may not have the interpretation of like a message or in English even, but we know when there's a feeling that we feel, as a vibrational, there's a there's an intention, whether it's warfare, yeah. whether it's praise, whether it's a declaration, and we don't have the words to say, so we start speaking in tongues, and it just kind of like pushes that vibration out into the atmosphere. We feel this overwhelming sense of love, and we just release it, and and you just yeah. let it go, let it flow, and it just comes out of your spirit into the people with that sound and frequency and vibration rolling off your tongue and creating it in the atmosphere. So what had like yeah. the deep, the, the realms and things that, that we tap into, I've never read a book on that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's <laughs> uncharted territory for, tor- for me. We talk about it. That's new age. Get it out of here. You know, I'm yep. sure, I'm sure. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The, you know... There was tongues and interpretations in the scriptures and they had people on, not on staff, but they had a community of people who were like really good. Hey, this guy can he, everything you speak, he knows what you're saying. Let's get him in. Let's utilize him. This is the pastor. This guy's an apostle. He's really good at facilitating this person. This person has the ministry of helps and is good at setting stuff up and just having everybody doing what they're good at doing. This person can sense demons. Let's get him here. And everybody flowing. And that's like the church, the body of Christ, moving in their spiritual giftings and abilities to really see the hand of God moving. And I think um, the churches that are embracing that, they're few and far between. It's since maybe growing a little bit more, but they're flourishing, man. I really do believe that that's where the, the, the early church was founded upon the spiritual giftings and the prophetic and things, you know. Oh, yeah. And I feel like the early church is only the the very, very base and beginning of where we're going to go. Yeah. Um, I love how you, I feel like English words or when we're trying, cause we're always trying to formulate from our brain then, you know, I think even if we're speaking in tongues, we may not be saying much, but it's not from our brain. It's straight from the spirit. And, um, I found that 
now when I sing, when I worship that way, I literally, I go into an experience. I dive into the father's heart and I go into an experience and I see what's happening. And I just open my mouth and let it go. I'm not listening to the melody. I'm not formulating words. I'm not listening to the tongues that are being spoken, which is why I like to capture it and record it. Because when I play it back, I'm like, whoa, I didn't know all that was happening. Um, but it's releasing this experience or releasing this concept. If you know God wants to heal, or if you know God just wants to touch somebody and you sing over them, you know, I just dive into his heart for that person. And a lot of times I'll just see visions and I'll sing the visions or I'll sing the waves that are coming from, you know, the waves of light that are coming from his heart. And, and that's hard to describe too, but I think you would understand singing light or playing the notes of light or seeing sound for that matter. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who are like, even Christian now who are like embracing tones and frequencies. Like there's different tones that create a vibrational frequency. When you look at this, when you look at the somatics of the, the geometry that it forms, uh, when it, that note or resonance is played, it's a pleasant geometric pattern, and it makes you because you and it it, ha, it can change the shape of water where your body is like seventy percent water. So when you hear those when you hear those tones, creating that pleasant geometry, it's doing that in your body. You can feel it. So whether it's like meditation tones, it's just tones on the piano. That's why like you hear like soft synth, and it just immediately. Whew, man, I feel better just just from you holding that note and people who are intentional, just like we're able to do it with uh, the words and, and singing and speaking or rapping in my case, uh, uh, just words, vibrational frequencies, people are able to do it with the piano, right? They're pushing those notes yep. out of somebody prophetic. I know psalmist who they start playing the piano or playing the guitar. I went and seen a group the other day, Shane and Shane. I love them. That music means the world to me. And as soon as they start playing the guitar, I started weeping. I was just weeping. Just you know? what they carry, yeah. Yeah, and they just they know what is intentional, and just like man, you know. And there's people that know <laughs> the power of music and what they bring to the table, man. Being intentional with the music. And I think that increases it. The more we can partner with it, which is why I do want to have understanding of it. Um, but the understanding only comes through experiencing. So opening up to any experience that God has for us, you know, music is more than a sound, like you said. And we are made of more than just matter. We are made of light. We are made of vibrations. We are made of frequencies. So when those frequencies hit and match and counter and, you know, and, and they'll affect each one of us differently because we are an, our own unique frequencies. So it's really cool to see how what will align one person in one direction will to completely heal somebody. And, you know, yeah. It's I'll amazing. Do it. I'll do it now. So I'm creating these meditations and stuff. And so I've got to the point where like, I'll write the meditation to the music. So I want to hear the music and I can just picture it. Okay. That's the tone. That's the frequency that it carries. And then this is just kind of a, like a, a, something that just helps you tap into trance state fast mm -hmm. because of that tone. And then when Jesus comes into the picture, when I do those meditations, then we're going to step up an octave and we're going to do a different note. And 
I don't know exactly the sacred geometry that goes for each tone. I mean, there's charts and things that you can look at, but you can feel it, right? So yeah. you, oh, something's there. That's good. So that's is that kind of tied to like binaural beats and things like that? Yeah. Well, yeah. So like the binaural beats, those things are just because that's just the, the rhythm, and we know that the rhythm of the drum puts us under hypnosis. Right. Um, right. We, when we hear that drum, those drums playing, we're, it's easier to to tap in and go into the translate. So the binarial beats are going to going to be that, but the the tones and frequencies are going to be like whether you're listening to 432, whatever frequency that is, it can pull you into that trance and whether it's you need healing for a certain like area, you know, relationship, you know, chakras, like all like the different areas in your body yeah. where you need healing, you need peace, you want you play that tone. And, and you can feel it. So just like if we play, if we put on some music by, let's say, the secular band Stained right now, and he starts mm -hmm. playing those those sad tunes, and he starts singing about how he loves and hates life, that's going to, a spirit, like, behind that, like, that stuff creates that stuff. When you talk, we're talking about these weird entities, they ride on music and sound and vibration. Yeah. So Yeah, I got a so, while ago, he said, take back my airwaves. So, for, so for, for one of those to be true, the other has to be true as well in everything. For it to be a universal law, the opposite has to be true as well. If there could be music that put, puts you in a bad mood. And we know we have our go-to music, like we, whether it's worship music, Bethel. We mentioned Bethel. Like, that's my go-to stuff. I put on Bethel, Nako, Medicine for the People. Like, put that on. Every cell is transforming. And, like, I'm putting that on and just tapping in, man. And people – and it's a – blessing and a pleasure but like people get to put on my music and do that like they put on my music and they go to that place you know and it's so it's so awesome to be able to kind of pay that forward you know and uh it's beautiful but that's the power we haven't even touched the the surface of sound vibration we i mean we could put out books and books and teachings and lectures and still not even scratch the surface of it yeah so true yeah, and, and if you notice, too, there's um, so many genres that have been just dominated by one spiritual side. Yeah. And unfortunately, that also gives the people who are into it a negative connotation because they are engulfed in all of that, you know. I like stuff with a much harder edge. Like what? There is Give me some bands. Okay, well, they're a little bit older than now, but uh -oh. um, I love Disturbed has always been one of my favorite bands. Oh, my goodness. Have you heard the song? I think, I don't know if I, the song, The Light by Disturb. Yes. And that's the thing. Like I've gotten to see his journey from beginning and then you listen to his music now and I'm like, there's something yeah. happening with this guy. Yeah, yeah. Like especially in the last two albums, there's something shifting, something. And I remember worshiping yeah. to an entire <laughs> album of Disturb for, well, on repeat for five hours. I was painting and. Um, I, it was when I first went out to school and I was afraid to listen to that music again, but I'm like, I miss it, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, put it on and let me speak to you. Yeah. So I just started listening to it on repeat and I was just jamming out and I started crying. Like God started showing me things about David Draymond mm. and what he carries. And he carries this, this tremendous beacon of hope. Yeah. And then you start to look back through his music and suicide prevention like, and things like that despair depression all of these things that he's faced and battled but he's constantly fighting he's so when i don't know i feel like there's multiple spirits always working it's just what we tap into and yeah. that switched my whole perspective even on his older music or on their older music and i get such a different feel now when i listen to them when where before i was just relating with the negativity because that's how i felt 
Yeah, man, and we're just scratching the surface. But again, disturbed. That song, delight. Uh, I remember the first time I heard it, I was reading. For some reason, some of those songs helped me to read the lyrics, and and sing it. And uh, delight, man, is. Uh, let me just. I'm not gonna play the song because we'll get flagged on YouTube. But um, I'm gonna read some of the lyrics. So when reading it is one thing, but then when you're you're singing you're it, you're. It professing it you're proclaiming it man um i'm just gonna i'm gonna read some of this just because it's good he says like an unsung melody the truth is waiting there for you to find it it's not a blight but a remedy a clear reminder of how it began deep inside your memory turned away as you struggle to find it you heard the call as you walked away right i mean come on like uh, a voice of calm within the silence who is that who spoke to you what, who was the calm voice within the silence, right? Uh, a voice of calm from within the silence and for what seemed an eternity. Uh, it says you're waiting, hoping it would call out again. It's like I miss those p- beautiful encounters I've had with the Lord, man. And like you're in these seasons where you're like, man, I don't even feel like that same person anymore sometimes, you know. It says uh, you heard the shadow reckoning. Then you fear then your fear seemed to keep you blinded you held your guard as you walked away but then it goes into the course it says when you think all is forsaken listen to me now all is not forsaken you need never feel broken again sometimes darkness can show you the light man and um our relationship with the darkness right when we're going through it hate you god deliver my soul but then, you know, once we're out of it and we it's in hindsight, we look back on the darkness and uh, we talk about the contrast. Like you don't know how marvelous that light is unless you've been into the depths of, of the blackest, deepest darkness. You don't know that there is a contrast there. If you just everything's beautiful, everything's good, everything is awesome. Like you don't know what you don't you're not thankful for it. So you go through those those trials and tribulations. And so. Like my relationship, even with the darkness and, and with demons or whatever the case is, or being a victim, I'm, I'm a victor, man. And I thank God that I went through those dark nights and it, it's made me become the person who I am today. And it's lit a fire within my heart for the broken and for the marginalized and people who are just overlooked. You know what I'm saying? And it's natural. I don't have to fake it. Like it's literally there for people who are going through that. And there is hope. Like that's the testimony. You can come out of it. I came out of it, and um, man, my 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 relationship with with the darkness and the demons and all that because it's it's all God. Like yep. He did it. He allowed it. Um, what you know? There's debate there. Well, God didn't do it. He just allowed it. Well, same thing. You know. And but the relationship of not being a victim anymore. But like you know what? The things that the enemy meant for my destruction, God's going to in turn use that for my good and he's going to use that as a stepping stone into my destiny and i needed to go through that to produce this character within me where i had character defects and character flaws and i took everything for granted and i didn't care and i gossiped and i backbite you know how to get over gossiping and backbiting having whole congregations of churches gossiping backbite about you (laughs) you're talking about being empathic and you can feel it oh no 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 i wouldn't wish that on anybody so going through that stuff, you naturally learn the Lord is, has a good way of 
teaching us. He's the perfecter of our faith to get it, get us where we need to be. Cause there's things that he wants to reward us with in different levels. He wants to bring us to and things he wants to show us, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't be faithful with it. We would, would mess it up. You know, people are just begging to be in ministry and begging to find that spouse. You got character deflect defects. You don't need to bring that into a relationship. You, you know, you got, he needs to deal with it first. Let him do it, you know? And then w- when he does it, it's going to be beautiful. And you don't have to worry about that stuff, man. And so I'm thankful for that's all part of the journey. The devil didn't write my story. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> He's not an author of nothing. He perverts things. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? God is the author and perfecter and finisher of my faith. And he's got, he's got this figured out, you know, he knows what's good for us. Yeah. Well, on the flip side of that too, is within relationship, he does allow to co-create our journey. He allows us to make decisions, but it only comes again through the relationship. And like you said, you're, you know, talking about people wanting to find a a spouse or wanting to get this or wanting to get ahead in that. Yeah. Well, as long as our focus is there, our focus isn't on the Lord and, He's not going to give us something that he knows will destroy us in the end. Yep. Yep. yep because yep. if those are the things that we're most hungry for, then it will destroy us. What is what? What are some of the other bands that uh, you like or minister to you? Um. Well, I always loved Evanescence, um, Killswitch Engaged, but I get into a lot of EDM as well. And one of my passions is to actually combine the two, more of the grunge rock and the the electronic, which I think both both areas have been pretty dominated secular. Narcissistic secular. cannibal. What was that? Narcissistic cannibal. I think it was the corn corn record. They where they they, they uh, had Skrillex on a lot of their stuff. Corn and Skrillex together. I haven't heard that though. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I, I listen to corn. I like corn. Yeah, corn, corn and, and Skrillex is what I like. Yeah, they did a, a EDM metal album together <clears throat> called Narcissistic nice. Cannibal. Um, EDM man, uh, there's a group that um, it's my go-to. I try not to overdo it, you know, but uh, it's a group called uh, Above and Beyond. And okay. there's there's uh, some s- songs that I listen to that like immediately put me in the mood or bring me back to that place. Um, as far as like, if I'm stepping out doing things that on my, my journey, my destiny, that seems scary. And it's like, some of that music just reminds me, look, and there's like little quotes that says, look, the sky belongs to no one. You're meant to, to fly and soar and take off, you know, and there's other, uh, other, uh, meditation songs that, that they bring to the table such as mm-hmm. good for me um that really brings me back to <clears throat> and he- a heavenly encounter that I had some years ago and um so much so well I don't I don't listen to it because it always brings me back there and I don't want to like burn off the newness of it you know um but if you listen to it you just immediately just go into that place cuz music is like a time stamp as well it's like a time machine and you can hear a song that you heard when you was a kid. That's why I love a lot of stuff from the 80s now. I don't even care. Even 90s. Like, I don't even care what it was. Like, if my mom listened to it, I remember it brings me back. Immediately, I'm riding in the back seat of the car, you know, with my brothers and sis- sisters. And, you know, and it's like, man, when times were easy or simple, right? It's that time machine. And music has that. And um, and we, we have that ability as worship leaders and music song creators to 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 create that encounter for other people too so that's beautiful 
Yep. Yeah, it's crazy because it does. It triggers not only the memory, but the feeling. And, and you, you literally are on every level back there. Mm-hmm. Um, any Christian metal bands? Um, I haven't gotten into Christ- any Christian metal recently. I know my brother is, he's really into it. And he just suggested some new bands. The ones that I had listened to before, I didn't really, it was, it was way more like screamo. Yeah. And I like, I like more, um, more singing. <laughs> I just like the, the grungy sound. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I recently put on some, uh, some old, uh, under oath and Norma Jean, like songs that I have forgotten about, like the screamo stuff. And it's like, yeah. I don't listen to much I like of it, it anymore. Here and there, but I can't. I can't do it for a long period of time. We don't. It's we don't do it too much. My my wife, she don't listen to it at all anymore. It's just mostly like Jack Johnson and Trevor Hall and Nako, like the really soft music, you know. But we used to. We were big in the metal scene here and playing in bands and stuff like that back in the day. But man, I listen. I'm an eclectic as well. Everything from like really heavy you know to like just a beautiful soft angelic acoustic stuff you know to everything yeah i do um, i love i love ambient music in fact when i create music i like to do more of the the ambient the flowy the no no beats really um mostly because i haven't really had capability for that um even piano playing and i play the cello it's all very melodic it's all um yeah I, i like to go outside of time and outside of structure with with the music i create so my vocal stuff is that way too when i'm just singing by myself no structured melodies or anything um it's just very all over the place almost ancient sounding sometimes um i love different modes singing or playing in different modes other than major or minor Mm -hmm. just really get grabbing different sounds that aren't often used or have been used in a lot of other realms other than for worship um, let's see here. I had a thought, but I lost it. But then there's a question here. If anybody has any questions, uh, make sure y'all post them in chat and we'll try to, um, bring them in. But, um, let's see. Charlie says, what is darkness? The absence of light. It could almost be said that the only darkness can show you the light. True. I mean, darkness is is the natural state of man like the light is the is is the the external force and so we're all people look at darkness like it's bad you know what i'm saying like the darkness is the absence of the light or whatever but darkness is is exists it's here it's formless and void and um and and you know triple states of darkness like looking up some there's some really deep revelation about the darkness and it's not a, i don't think any of it's bad like if we was to look at those things like they're bad then you become a victim and then you know and you're but you're not a victim if you got something out of it like you learn from it right and you change your perspective and um so i don't think that there's any any um thing that happens that we're just victims to and i know there's we especially in the time of going through it like whatever it is i mean you don't want to go through it but it's kind of like has to happen you know to to get us where we need to be and it, well, and it's, like- it's controversial though you know what i'm saying people god doesn't let bad things happen and it's only the devil i went i went to a church last night and um and enjoyed the worship but the the pastor he uh or that he was an evangelist related to the pastor and he just went in on this healing stuff 
and it was just like God versus the devil and the devil is uh, the only if you don't get healed, it's your fault. It's like, whoa, hold on, man. Like we've studied the scriptures a little bit too much to really be making these absolutes like that, like almost like mocking people in their sickness. If you you didn't want it bad enough, you didn't believe God. Like, hold on, dude. Like that's demonic for you to really say that the Bible says that we are the heal and they're preaching it and people it's a message of hope because if you believe it you shall receive it now we believe that but it was like this backhanded those who don't get healed it's because of their lack of faith it's like my goodness man it was just hard you know to but everything works together for for our good man and it's um where do you stand on that and and it is because it's some i mean you have the todd whites you know I, i love todd white but he's he's one every sickness or every uh attack or whatever it's from a demonic attack and you know people die in that they die with cancer fasting and praying and believing god's going to heal them and it's like this weird dichotomy we have in christianity it's like oh you didn't have enough faith and there there's people who they won't even be it they i've seen people who won't let people in their house who are a lack of faith because they're sick like they're believing for a miracle and so like anybody who's like not a believer they wouldn't even let them around them because they thought that it would tarnish them getting their healing it's a really weird place man you can't is there do you have anything to add to that or so a, a realm where it makes sense because i really do man believe that god uses all things and whether it's sickness or he whether he does it or he allows it he's you know nothing happens without without him knowing it you know what i'm saying and um yeah. I do think we need to uh, grow in that, you know, versus, and that's a victim too. Oh, I'm a, you know, my dad died of cancer. He lost, he didn't have enough faith. And I've heard people say that he didn't have enough yeah. faith to get healed and, you know, all kind of things. I feel like it's definitely not that black and white. And I think to try to figure out why it didn't happen or why certain things happen is just to totally take, take a distracted perspective. Um, it's kind of like anything that gets thrown at you. It doesn't matter where it came from. What are you going to do with it? Exactly. That's what you can control. And I don't, yeah, I don't have a solid belief on whether God causes things or I really don't, don't personally think that he's like, okay, I'm going to hurt you now, you know, but I think that our perspectives also determine things that aren't necessarily bad as bad because they hurt. And God is not afraid of pain. He's not afraid of, himself feeling pain look at jesus he's not afraid of us feeling pain we go to the gym and we purposely inflict pain for what the sake of growth the sake of becoming stronger we add hello just these please okay so that's milk bread car insurance winter jacket dinner for two gym membership rent and that takeaway you treated yourself to last friday that's 1423 euro when you're ready please Uh, uh, (laughs) could i put some of those back Struggling to keep up with your spending? Stay ahead of your finances with the CCPC Budget Planner Money Tool. Learn more at ccpc.ie forward slash budget from the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission. Charge up for family adventures with the Land Rover range of plug-in hybrid electric vehicles. With pioneering hybrid technology, the Land Rover range offers the perfect balance of efficiency, power and performance, both on road and off, making every journey effortlessly refined. Enjoy the road less traveled with ease. 
Explore the 2021 Land Rover range of plug-in hybrids at LandRover.ie. Land Rover. Above and beyond. Resistance. We hurt. We're sore the next day, but we realize that there's a gain to it. And just because we can see that, we can see the, the beginning to end in that area. Then, then we turn around and we go, God, this hurts. It's bad. Why are you doing this to me? It's such a it's such a two year old perspective in my in my opinion. I'm I'm sorry if that's offensive, but it really is. It's it's just a, a a baby approach to, okay, well let's go further. Yeah, this hurts, but okay, that aside, where can I go from here? How can this grow me? What can I build with it? Um, you know that is that's a wealthy mentality when it comes to living. It's what can I produce in the in the moment I'm in with the situation I'm given, no matter how crappy it feels? Um, what good can come from it? And to be constantly partnering with that from beginning to end, yeah, we're going to feel the pain. And it's really important to feel that stuff, release it. But like you said, not sit in it as a victim. Oh, this is holding me down. And, and well, this happened to me, so I'm like this. No, this happened to me, and this is what I did with it should yeah. always be the mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, what, what the enemy has caused for your harm, the Lord uses for your good. And, um, you know, letting your setbacks be your slingshot to, to slingshot you and propel you yes, into, exactly. into your destiny. Like, you got to have resistance. Like, I mean, in everything, again, weight training, like you said, like, you got to put some weight on there. If you're trying to, you're trying to get big muscles and, and get stronger, you have to have resistance. And and, mm-hmm. and and the re- resistance is, is is working something within you to make you better, be able to carry more burdens, and maybe carry other people's burdens who aren't able to do it. I mean, even Christ told me about you know what I'm saying my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Like carry my burden, you're carrying burdens, right? And so, uh, you know, going through that, count it all joy. You know, the scripture said, rejoice when these things happen because it's working something beautiful within you. Yeah. Um, that's something I started just seeing God like in seasons, right? I, I really feel like there's these seasons and stuff and you're kind of alluding to this a little bit like tests and things and trials that we go through that we have to respond in love, right? We have to respond like Jesus. And so we keep getting these unexpected bills in the mail that we have to pay and we don't have the money and we freak out and we doubt God or whatever the case is, right? But when we respond in love and you like go to the next level so you don't freak out like um and i can say that with my podcast or whatever there's you know times that i've had things happen to me friends betray me going gossip videos about me just crazy weird stuff that in the past i would have retaliated and i even questioned if i should do it i have a big enough platform and i can destroy you like i thought about it but it was like i had to confide in a couple friends say hey confess it look man i'm thinking having these thoughts man i want to go in and say no you're gonna destroy everything you're building don't even give them the cold shoulder just don't even address it you know stay stay doing what you're supposed to don't let them people get you off and it's like okay i passed the test i responded in love i prayed for them lord bless them bless their ministry bless their family bless their health bring them through whatever they're going through but don't stoop down to their level and so these are different things in your life and the lord's like okay i can trust you yeah it's a universal law god says that if i can trust you with the if you'll be faithful with these little things i'll give you some more he's looking god's looking what can i trust you with i can't trust you can't hold water you tell everybody Sometimes I look at my encounters as <laughs> I like, look, man, I opened up the veil of eternity and showed you what it looks like. And then you go telling everybody 
<laughs> I wanted to show you some stuff, and now you're telling everybody. You're putting it in your music. Like I was checked on that actually, on a, in a, on an angelic encounter, and they was like, "Oh, that's you. You're the one that's been talking about traveling to heaven and opening portals and going on your mystical journeys. That's you. Okay, we got some things we want to show you. Make sure you want to throw your pearls before swine. You know, and it was a really come to Jesus moment. You wow. know, and uh, it was beautiful though. But it was like. I want to make sure we got the right person and, um, you know, but if we, but you know, I don't think so when it comes to knowledge and, and experiences and stuff like that, I want to put it out there, not to, to Lord something over anybody. Like I said, this is anybody can have these experiences, right? If that's what you want, if you want to know that it's real, God wants you, wants to show you, but, um, you can, you know, we talk about them so that it builds people's faith. Like what's possible for us, God can do for you. And, um, you know, and, and that's it. Like I did a podcast and I was like, how many, and how many angelic encounters do you need before you start doing what you're, you're called to do? Like how many, encounter how many baptisms of the holy spirit how many angels do you need to show up before you believe god and take them at his word you know like you had one like i feel like because there's people who don't know any of this stuff they we 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 walk in a group of people who this is like a lifestyle right it's everyday thing some stuff far out you know but there's people who they've never they've never felt that just the little small things, the joy of sitting in worship and feeling that warmth come come all over your body and clothe you with a garment of praise that feels lighter than the garment of heaviness that you had on. Like they just something as spiritual and supernatural as that. They've never even experienced it, encountered it. But we've privy to so much. I kind of feel like a spoiled kid at times. Like right? A yeah, we're brat. sitting there going, I want more. I want more. <laughs> yeah. I said, I want to be faithful with what you've already given me. Like, I don't want any more. I do want more, but I'm not going to, like, let me find a way to articulate the meaning of what this even represents here on the earth and how it's going to bring restoration and healing to people, whatever that means. Let me find ways to articulate it uh, <clears throat> versus the sake of an encounter just for an encounter. Like, what does that mean? Okay, these angels are traveling back and forth from heaven to earth. I've seen them. I've encountered them. Now what? Just to blow your mind? Yeah, it definitely blew my mind. But what does that mean for the little kid? You know what I'm saying? If we can't explain our spirituality and these experiences to just average lay people, then it's just like you'll find people who are just like so uh, spiritually minded that they're no earthly good. I know we've heard that term. Uh, Todd White does say we're supposed to be so spiritually minded that we're earthly incredible. And I believe that. I believe that our spirituality should be practical. But again, going back to finish the point, I'm sorry, but sharing these encounters and sharing these experiences. So with the elite and different levels of Freemasonry and um, secret societies and the mystery schools, like they were like, they kind of, they keep the secrets and mysteries to themselves. Um, And you had to go, I don't know if it was for good reason. Like you had to go through initiation, but we are initiated into God's mystery school. Right. We all are. And uh, and there's different. We talk about these levels and testings. And are you faithful or not? OK, I gave you fifty dollars and you blew it. If God can't trust you with 50, he's not going to trust you with five thousand. If I can't trust you with a, a back healing, I'm not going to trust you with a healing ministry. If I can't trust you not to gossip, 
with seven friends. I'm not going to trust you to gossip with a podcast reaching 7,000. You know what I'm saying? So we are, we're in this realm of initiation, you know, and the angels are here. They're helping us. And Christ is over this whole thing. The oldest order of Melchizedek, the order of the Elohim. And it's deep. We don't even know it, but we get to interact with it when we go through, um, in, in the dream state and, and, and in the spirit and things like that, we're able to see things that are happening. But, um, I don't feel like it should be lorded over people or like um, um, it's only for these people because it's for everyone, whosoever, like can experience this and encounter it. But I think that they do that to protect the knowledge, like to protect um, like because it can destroy. It's like the the book of uh, Eli or whatever, the movie, like whoever has the knowledge of what's in really in this book, you have you understand universal law really you understand dominion and, and there's people even christian people who are using it for bad right they have the gifts of the spirit they can prophesy they can t they know how to change the atmosphere they know what words to say they know what hand signs to do when taking an offering like they learn this stuff right and they lord it over people so what do you feel about that like just throwing you know, oh, yeah, I've seen an alien. I had a UFO come down, over, like a light being come down over my house and speak to me. Like, we're just throwing this stuff out there like it's nonchalant. But this stuff is really precious unto God, you know, and it's he's let us carry the anointing in these encounters. And what, what do you feel? Do you ever feel like maybe I shouldn't have told anybody <laughs> anything like that? No, um, but I, I do feel like there's a difference in and again it goes back to where are you operating from you know when we're operating from the father's heart and that's what we're seeking he is going to lead us in as we're ready if that's the number one yeah that's what we're seeking the thing is we can seek the other things and we can still find them because they've been made available to us so there are a lot of people who are into freemasonry and witchcraft and um new age and all that and they're discovering truths a lot there are spiritual truths there it's kind of like discovering science it's there for us to discover yeah. um but then if, if we don't have our hearts aligned with the values of the lord we will inevitably become careless with that we'll start to as we grow in more knowledge and power within the spirit it goes to our heads the pride wells up the the control happens you know and it comes from a, a not so happy place a very dark place and and i think too that might be in a lot of reasons why a lot of that's hidden too it's a control thing yeah and um but they also do recognize that there's power within it however when we're one with god and we're operating from the pure form there's no power that can match that and that's honestly i believe in their heart of hearts what they're searching for it's just that's all they've found yeah so, I don't yeah. know if that answered your question. No, at all, I, I think it did. And um, again, I really do feel like, you know, we are like it's a it's a testing game. And how, how are you going to respond? And if you want more, you have to be faithful with what's been given to you. I mean, there's so many parables, the parables of the sower. I mean, don't get don't let money rule your heart. Don't do it for the wrong intentions. Don't lie to the Holy Spirit. There's like a bunch of different guidelines to like moving up the rankings in the spirit and being and walking on your destiny. And you have to get that stuff out because if not, you're going to be self-sabotaging. Um, you know, you're going to undo everything that you're, you're, you're building. Like what if like, there's just so much, but God, he knows what he's doing. 
you know, of go, yeah. us going through what what we call the inner sanctification process. Uh, what's really cool is I, I think like listen to some teachings on the Kabbalah and things like that. And uh, it really like magnifies this inner working of God doing this stuff within your heart. And they have grids and maps. And I mean, all of this, the sozo and the inner deliverance, the inner healing, it's all kind of taken and mapped out from very similar places because it's universal. Like it's it, it yeah. works. The deliverance and going back and finding healing, healing comes to the broken places first, and uh, it it changes everything. Um, if somebody wanted to uh, find out about your work, <clears throat> your music, uh, what you bring to the table, do you have a website or any uh, thing where people can follow your work? Twitter, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Um, I just have the Facebook right now, and actually, most of what I have on there is my art. Um, it's under kingdom creations, kingdom, and then creations with a K and you can find me on there. Otherwise freedom, joy. I mean, message me. I'm, I love to talk to people. So, um, but yeah, right now I'm just on Facebook. For real. Okay. Freedom, joy on Facebook. That's how I found you. And then you have the, the kingdom creations is what it's called. Right. So you draw, you have a drawing. I listened to a story of a painting. I said drawing, uh, a painting that you did with, um, um, you, you talked about it with Gil and them, and uh, yeah. you say you drew, you start painting this abstract stuff, and then you, f- the Lord said, flip it over, and when you did, it was a uh, like an angelic woman or something like that, right? What was the story behind that? Um, well, that's what had happened. I um, I've always been very detailed and precise with my paintings, um, almost to a fault. And I really wanted to just tap into something freer. I've done that with my music where I just let go and I don't even listen to the sound in the moment. I don't, you know, we kind of talked about that earlier, but I hadn't gotten that way with art. Um, It was always very, I see a vision. I'm going to figure out how to translate it here. And I'm, and I would just go in detail, every single detail. Um, And I'd spend hours on just, just, you know, an inch section even toward the end. Um, But this was, I, I just really wanted to gain more freedom and paint from a deeper place other than my head. Um, so I just grabbed a canvas. It was like, it was about 1 a.m. And I just felt inspired. <laughs> I grabbed a canvas. I grabbed all kinds of colors that I normally don't use. Um, I grabbed brushes that make me uncomfortable. I didn't, um, I like a fan brush. I I had always wanted to use one, but I didn't really know the techniques and I was meaning to look it up, but just figured I'd grab, grab stuff that I was really uncomfortable with. So I couldn't control it. Um, and I just started laying paint down little strokes, big strokes, different brushes, switching colors. And, um, I was switching strokes. I, I don't know. It just looked like a big abstract piece to me. And I'm like, but I started to just kind of break three free and because there were no lines to follow, there was no design in mind. Um, I just started to really tap internally into the emotion, into what I was feeling, what I was seeing on a deeper level and just letting that come through. Um, sorry, my batteries. Oh shoot. My battery's dying. Um, and just letting that come through however it would. And, um, at one point, yeah, then Holy spirit said, uh, turn it over. And I was like, and I flipped it over and there was a distinct outline of a woman's face in the middle. Um, so I just kind of worked around that and 
and let it alone. I mean, everything in me wanted to go and detail it up and just really control it, but I didn't, I didn't want to ruin it like that. So yeah, that was the first experience with just completely freely painting. And I've done a few others since, which turned out really cool. Are there a lot of uh, paintings of angels? Is that something that you frequent? Or? I actually have I have a painting. Um, it's not an angel per se, but it is a heavenly creature. It looks almost like a bird. Um, but all of that is on my Facebook as well. And cool, the cool. stories are behind it. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you all go over there, check that out, support it. Uh, w one thing that's really interesting, too, to note, though, like a lot of the prophetic circles, Bethel definitely does this. But then I look at... See, I, I look at, I just, I pulled the, the terminology off of it, the blinder. So I look at Bethel and stuff. And so they do a lot of painting, art, and dancing while someone, like, doing worship, right? So you have someone painting. And then I look at, like, um, uh, what's the name of that church? It's the uh, Chapel of Sacred Mirrors with um, um, Alex Gray and Cosm. They have that, that made it a church, and it's a spiritual, more new age, right? But they they do very similar. They'll have artists playing and doing music and sound healing, but there's people painting, and it's, like, very similar uh, people doing the same thing. Then I'll, I'll see, like, people doing um, um, spiritual circles where we get into prayer. We'll have a seat, and somebody being a sitting in the seat, and everybody would lay hands and speak affirmations and bless them and hear what the Lord is saying prophetically for them or whatever, and we release that. And then there's spiritual circles, too, where they do the same thing. Somebody sits in the seat, and they just start speaking prophetically over them. And it's like, man, once you pull the religious terminology off of it, man, it's really love speaking at the end of the day. And we're, yep. we're, we're like so much more, we have more in common than we think, or we've been told anyway, with, with a lot of these groups and people, you know, and, uh, at the end of the day, love wins, man. So it's really cool just to see God, uh, invading people wherever they are. And you don't have to be a certain person or people group or part of a church for yeah. to have that relationship you know you can have that wa watching this podcast listening you know god just all you do is focus on the father man wherever you are and it's so cool just to see the lines being blurred <laughs> yes yeah that's that's such a good way to put it so and, and how much how, how, what's your what's your percentage what's my what percentage oh i just phone? plugged it in i okay. was trying to turn very just oh no well that didn't work <laughs> very discreetly but i think I think we're good. I'm at 14 at the moment, but okay, we're, cool. we're, we're plugged in. <laughs> we'll, we'll finish this last thought. So um, for me, when I begin to go deeper in my awakening and, and spirituality and encounters and stuff, um, the dogma begin to take a backseat. You know, that you're talking about having it all figured out, always being right. Like I was really yeah. big on evangelism and preaching against sin and preaching against wrong doctrine or preaching against if you didn't believe what I believed, which I thought was the truth, then I wanted to convert you. You know what I'm saying? And that began my message. But uh, as I get closer to, I believe, the heart of God, man, getting deeper in, in my closer to the father, that stuff takes a back seat, you know, and I'm more at peace with who I am and I don't have to be right and I don't have to win the conversation. I don't have to argue with you. I don't have to convince you to believe my encounters so that I feel validated anymore, which in the past I needed you to believe that, um, speaking in tongues was the evidence of the baptism of the Holy spirit or whatever the, whatever 
you know, if you sin, you lose your salvation. Just weird doctrinal things that we kind of fought for. And if I got you to believe in it, then it validated what I what I believed, right? Because you believed in it. And then not only you, but a lot more people. And the more people you can convince or get with a denomination that believes that, it, it kind of gives you that pat on the back that, hey, there's some validity yeah. to my belief. I don't have that anymore. Like we've seen some really interesting things in the spirit that we we would sound like fools trying to explain, even though we do it anyway, because it's fun. So is that something that, that happened for you? Like as you begin to get closer to God, you the dogma falls off and and being able to like saying like this is God, that's God. And now you can just kind of see God in everything. Is that like through nature, through secular music? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's dogma. You can't listen to. I mean, it's probably some people might have turned off when you would say we're listening to Disturbed and feeling the Holy Spirit and things like that. You know, do you? Yeah. You moving more in love these days now that you're having this awakening and going deeper? Absolutely. And I think I think it surprises me how much still falls off, though. I think it's a constant thing how much we we don't realize that we're still judging or still um, hanging on to in those, especially when you grow up in the church, you grow up with it so ingrained in you, um, the rules, not the scripture per se, but the, the interpretations of the scriptures and whatnot. Um, But the more I dive into the heart of love, the more I realize all of that is completely opposite of, of love. So um, yeah, for sure. I see a lot of that falling off. I, I actually hate, I, I will not argue <laughs> topics. You know, I'll have conversation like this where even if you and I disagreed, you know, there's a mutual respect of, wow, I never thought of it that way. Or I don't know if I see it that way, but that's really cool. You know, um, I am not interested in arguing a point. I, I, it just, there's, you can't, you know, I've discovered that almost everything I believed besides Jesus is <laughs> the way yeah. It was debunked anyway yeah. by God. Yeah. So I'm going, what makes me think that this whole tear apart of my mentality isn't going to happen again? And you could be right. Or, um, you know, maybe people are just saying things that we're just a misunderstanding. We're misunderstanding through our own filter. So yeah. I don't think we ever have a, a, a right anymore to, to really judge what people believe. That's their journey. That's where they're at. And, you know, our, our only position is to love. Yep. Yep. That's that's how, that's how they know that we truly are his disciples is by our love, not by our doctrine, not by our beliefs or how many people we win or convert or how sound we are scripturally. And, um, you know, it's just about our love. You know, that I love, you know, I don't even have, I don't judge people by the, by the Bible anymore. Like as far as like, not, I do judge them by the Bible, but that's, I judge them by their fruit. I don't judge him like if a man comes up and he's a, a pastor. Like you do not get a free pass just because you're a Christian or you come up holding the Bible in your hand and you I, I follow the word of God. Well, your actions are going to show me what you follow and what you believe. You know, I'm going to know you by your fruit. So um, when I started doing that, just judging people according to their fruit versus judging them according to their belief system or doctrine or whatever. Um, there's a lot more freedom came in there too. And so it let me like, I would want to hang around like spiritual, um, maybe 
Hindus or just spiritual people, like I'd rather hang out with them more than a carnal Christian. You know what I'm saying? Of like racist, bigoted, backbiting, gossiping Christians. I'm like, I got to get away from you people. I would rather hang out with a spiritual Jew. You know what I'm saying? Then these other people and you, then you begin to see them. Hold on. I think these people have a piece of God. I think they have a piece of Jesus. Like he's Jesus's love made manifest in, in, in a, a person. Like if love became a person and walked in the in flesh, it that's who Jesus is on the earth. And uh, he, he had different, um, uh, you know, commandments and, and instructions for us to do. And these people, like it says in Romans 1 and 2, these people by nature are doing the very things written of in the law. They're keeping the law and they don't even know about your law. They don't even know about your Christianese and, and your worship services. They don't know none of that, but they're by nature because they've, they're, they know that there's something greater that put them here. Like they, they are interacting with that and they have the fruit that produces that. I'd rather hang out with those people. And when I started judging people off of, off of that versus off of well, how many scriptures they knew or how close enough they believed or whatever, um, there's a lot more freedom entered my life as well. Absolutely. We have a lot more in common. Like, cause in church we've been told to like, see what, cause we're a peculiar people. You are not like the world. Stay away from the world. And we're different. Like, man, we're just like these people that tend to, he's just like me. You know, he was at a point in his life where he hit rock bottom and he needed God. And just so happened when he called the local religious leaders, it, it was these people, you know, and uh, it just so happened to me. I called a church, you know, um, but you you see, man, I'm just this person is seeking truth. We're getting there's a similar fruit. There's a relationship there. And um, and I started just kind of naturally getting there. But then, like, um, I saw, listened to this interview with Billy Graham, like the greatest evangelist of our day, winning hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people to Christ, you know, at these big crusades over the years. And at the end of his life, he was saying, like, we're not going to see that. He doesn't believe that we're going to see this revival where everybody's going to just come storming the churches again. And, you know, we're not going to see this great end time revival. But he said that God has a people for his namesake across the whole world that are a part of the body of Christ. And then he said this, he said, these people may have not even have heard the name of Jesus, but they have said within themselves that they are sinners in need of a savior. They need something outside of them. They are desiring a relationship with their creator that's calling them. And they may, he said, they may be in, they may be Muslims. They may be Hindus. They may have not heard of the name of Jesus, but he said they are part of the body of Christ. Now, many people have called him a heretic since then, but it's like, man, there's a lot more people who are just moving like love is the key. Like Jesus is love. If you don't have love, you don't have Jesus, no matter what you claim, you know? Yep. Well, that's that's just it. You know, um, God. Searching for God is a position of the heart. And you don't have to have the right terminology. I think as a church, we've we've said you have to say a certain prayer. You have to say the right words. And, but I know many people and myself included when I was younger that have said those words and had no clue, <laughs> but until my heart was crying out, yeah, yeah, you know, and I think we're, we're it, it'd be really sad to think that it has to be in a certain cookie cutter prayer or yeah. phrase 
for everything to change. God, God sees way deeper than that. He knows who's searching and it's within and outside of the body. Yeah. There's some terms, terms out there as far as like, you know, somebody being a universalist, but then there, I, I found out there was a there's Christian universalist, you know, that God is going to reconcile all things unto Himself and everyone. Awesome. Um, so yeah, it was, there was a new term that I heard a Christian universalist. So it's a little bit di- different than being a universalist, maybe because Christ is the one who died for the sins of yeah. mankind, you know, and He's going to reconcile all things unto Himself. So I kind of tend to 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 lean more towards that. And so this whole yeah. salvation thing is something that Jesus did. And it, it, I don't think the ball is in our court as far as like God leaving it up to you or up to me for another where another person will spend eternity. Like what if we're exactly. having a bad day? What if you're having a bad day? What if you just don't feel like it? What if you just what if you, you're prejudiced and you just don't what if you don't like gay people? What if you don't like black people? And then God's like relying on you to get them into heaven. But you don't. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hold on, God. So the king of the universe has given me the power that if I don't tell them they're going to hell forever and ever and ever. It's like, hold on, man. Love wins, bro. If we really know the depths of of who love is and what love is, man, love paid the price. And the Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. I believe that, man. There's a lot more people who are being open and more vocal about that these days, you know? Yeah, I think that. Um, our traditional view of salvation and what that looks like and after death and afterlife, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I honestly don't have a solid set of beliefs on it. I'm more in discovery mode when it comes to that. I, yeah. I don't believe that there isn't a hell, but I don't think it is at all what we think it is for the purpose that we think it is. Or, you know, I don't think it looks anything like we've, we've thought it to look. I think that you can live totally in hell on earth. You know, just like we can live in heaven on earth. So I I really believe that it has everything to do with what our heart aligns with and what we choose on a daily basis. And it doesn't have to look a certain way. God knows those intentions. God knows those 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 decisions. And he knows exactly where we're at in our questioning. And all of us have questions. Um, We don't have the right to to judge somebody else's questions. Go, well, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When, you know, a completely other area, I'm going like this. I I don't know exactly what it looks like after or how that's going to be reconciled. I, I'm with you. Ah, audio via your smart speaker. A wonderful hands-free experience. Leaving you more time to unwrap a miniature whisper. Pick up a box of Cadbury Heroes today. Stay at home and share them with your family or friends. Sometimes it's the little things that bring us together. SuperValue has even more click and collect slots now available. Order online in minutes and collect at the store at a time that suits you. Shop online today at supervalue.ie. I really believe that this earth isn't going anywhere. I believe that it's going to transform, you know, and God is, he is already reconciled everything to himself. It's just beginning to manifest now. He's raising up who we were created to be. And um, that also goes with um, the perspectives of immortality. I don't believe that we're designed to die. I, I, Jesus didn't. He died, destroyed death, resurrected, and never died again. Enoch never died. Elijah never died. Moses still has his body. And I really feel like these were the prototypes for 
what Jesus set into motion, and it's it's where we choose to align and agree with. Well, it's interesting, too, to note on that, like, they tried to kill, even, like, by history. Like, a lot of the disciples, they just couldn't kill them. Like they couldn't skin... boil John, so they put him on an island. Exactly. They boiled him in oil forever. <laughs> yeah, so there were some people who have attained that. And I got a good friend of mine, uh, John Hooks, Illuminati Congo, who is just, he's a Hindu. I, I'd say he's a Hindu. He leans more towards that way. He's just a, a spiritual dude, really cool guy. Okay. And uh, he's big on that uh, uh, immortality thing. And I know uh, yeah. Ju- Justin Abraham is uh, getting really big yes. on that, listening to yeah. a lot of his stuff. And um, it's very interesting, to say the least. Um, I um, I was going to do a status update. I had this thing came to me the other day you know you get this revelation you want to do a status update i was yeah. gonna do it but i didn't i just i left it as a comment on somebody who had something very similar to say shout out to adam starseed bay good friend of mine um but he was talking about hell and i was like if but i was saying like if christians would stop worrying about people going to hell and start worrying about the people who are already in hell then maybe we'll change the world. Like we're worried about people going to heaven. I don't think I don't think it's that that's our concern. Like going to heaven when we die, that's death is inevitable. But we're supposed to be living in heaven here, and there's people yeah. who are already in this state of hell. I mean, even you know, uh, in in the Old Testament, the view of hell was a was a uh, consciousness of being separated from God. You know, David saying, "Lord, save my soul from from hell. Take take me out of this place of torment that I'm in now." You know, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that's that's our calling as believers and to to uh, proclaim the gospel of what not what Jesus will do, but what he's already done for all of humanity and letting them know that there's a peace and there's a forgiveness and there's restoration and all things. And there is deliverance and it will change your life. Mm-hmm. Right. So good. Well, we have to do this again, friend. I'd love to have you back on, and I'm sure we can just keep going for hours and hours and hours. But uh, Absolutely. I'd love to be back. I appreciate you hanging out with me. So, everyone, make sure y'all go follow her on Facebook, Freedom Joy, and, um, yeah, follow her work. Check out her paintings. Do you have anything for sale? Do you sell paintings and stuff like that? or? I do sell my work. Unfortunately, a lot of the stuff that's on there is already long sold. Um, a lot of it I sell as I'm doing it. You know, people will see it. Um, I have done some commission stuff too, but I don't do that often. I know a lot of people ask, but um, what about the music? Is there any recordings? Any worship YouTube sessions? What 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 about the the music we want to hear? Um, I have a couple things on there. Just again, just things that I have recorded straight onto my phone. Um, I'm working on the whole recording thing, but you can get a taste for just some of what that raw worship. And in fact, the the one that I told you about the healing one is on that kingdom creations page as well with the story behind it. So awesome. Yeah. So we'll have to definitely check that out. So again, thank you for coming on. We'll do it again uh, sometime soon, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Freedom joy. Ladies and gentlemen, freedom joy. Good show. Good episode. Really love the conversation. I love, being able to be vocal about my faith and still talk about the depths of spirituality and angels and aliens contact with the Palladians fly through the blue sky with the avians humanoid beings shiny and radiant winged DTs watching over homo sapiens you know I love talking about all that stuff with people who get it you know what I'm saying um, and they love Jesus right that's a plus it's always a plus versus hating Jesus or not believing in Jesus or whatever the case is hey 
it's a lot of different people, man. Everybody comes from different walks of life and different backgrounds. But um, again, you know, I, and I said I've said it a few times that it's like not like when I meditate and pray, like I haven't really like withstood devils and demons and stuff like that or have gotten possessed or whatever. We still I want to just let people know we still deal with spiritual warfare. And there's certain things that when you can entertain in your life and things that you can do that attract spirits. It doesn't mean you're possessed, but you're attracting whether it's dark or negative entities or whether it's beautiful angelic beings. Right. And they're both there. You know, choose this day who who you will serve. Like every day you have to, uh, you know, choose what you speak, life or death out of your tongue. Um, off of your tongue and uh you know create that atmosphere so man i just the other night man i had um i don't know what, what was going on i mean i had i ate a bunch of uh food and we just like went to bed stuff i had a uh, couple not a couple i had a margarita and so i had some alcohol and then um I was playing video games mo- uh, most of the day that day and i went to bed man and i literally had nightmares all night like all night every time i closed my eyes i was in another nightmare and it was bad it was uh it was like demonic it was straight demonic and i would wake up and i'd go pray and i'd come back and lay it go to bed and i'd be right back in that nightmare and then i'd come out of that nightmare and go into another one literally all night just nightmare night it was it was just bad man you know so there's still spiritual warfare man and the things that we do um attract those thoughts and the things that you know a lot of people just believe that your dreams are just trash from the, the stuff you deal with that day and uh uh laney dolphin um who i had on my show she's an expert in dream symbolism was talking about how like your dreams and things are stuff that you're dealing with that week it's not like seven years from now or dreaming about the past like the people and places and things that you're dealing with or, or have something to do or uh, maybe the characters at least show up and it has something to do with what you're dealing with within that week, like a week spam. But I remember just, just like in that warfare, just not wanting to sleep, man. Like I was felt like I was in a place of hell trying to go to sleep, just demonic thoughts. And, um, so that was that night. And then the next night, the next day we went and I was looking forward to this was, you know, went to the Shane and Shane concert, again they're psalmist and then they performed the psalms album went there uh as soon as they started pl- playing i was just looking so much so much forward to it and this presence of god just came and i was just ready to lay that stuff down and, and music is a great way to do it um laid it down you know and uh just felt the presence of god come in real strong and just invade that building and um I just began to weep, man, and just let the presence of God wash over me and just that connection for like two hours. It was hard to to hold back tears just because the presence of God was so strong in that place. And I had a and I went home that night and I read the scriptures before bed, right? Got back into the scriptures and started reading in the Psalms and just letting speaking it out loud and letting it wash over me, wash over my mind and renew my mind by the reading of the word. <clears throat> and I'm telling you, man, I had the the night sleep was totally different from the night before having sleep terrors and scared to go to sleep and all that uh the next night this, the, i was so much in the joy of the lord in the presence of god um um 
when I went to sleep. And I remember just the joy of the Lord, something happened in my dream, something beautiful. And I was laughing in my dream. I laughed so loud that it audibly came out and I woke, I woke up. <laughs> so you have one night, you're scared to go to sleep because of the dreams and torments are so scary. And then the next night, go to sleep and you wake up laughing in the joy of the Lord. Choose this day whom you will serve. And the things that the eyes and the ears are the window to the soul. And uh, Job said, and actually, I think I read that scripture that night. Uh, I think it's Psalm 100. Psalm 101.3, I believe it is. Psalm 101.3 says, I said Job, Medicine Psalms. um, I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. I will not set no wicked thing before my eyes. It's like, man, in another scripture, Job goes into talking about he's made a covenant with his eyes as well. Um, And how powerful that is. You know, your eyes and and ears being gates and windows to the soul. Um, So be careful what you entertain and the things that you let let in. None of us are exempt, you know. None of us have like ascended or we're at that plane where we don't have to deal with spiritual warfare. Or we don't have to continually practice these things. I find myself a lot of times because I talk about this stuff a lot. I'm putting out content that I need to continue creating encounter or continually seeking the Lord for myself versus teaching people how to do it. That's why I like when we do the school of the mystics or the Sunday seer class. I love it. Or if I do a private session with somebody, I love it because <clears throat> it's an excuse for me to tap in as well tap into the trance state with the father and just get into his presence for myself i'm learning new things i'm having things fall off of me when i'm in the presence of god whether we're listening to worship music or whether we're uh, ministering to one another there's work and inner transformation that's happening to us as well so it's so beautiful man and i just encourage you you know if you're dealing with that stuff man pray over yourself and um make sure you're entertaining yourself or feeding yourself spiritually with beautiful things so yeah i just wanted to make sure i let y'all know about that and um you know it's powerful uh again september the 14th for those of you who want to get involved we're going to uh be doing an event at the cent mobile center for spiritual living here in mobile alabama i'm going to put on an event i don't know who all is going to be there as far as like speaking it might be just me i don't know but we're going to get together for a time of prayer and fellowship and uh, i'll be doing a teaching there um so if you that sounds like something you want to do you want to meet we may do a concert don't know all the details, but we're going to start working some of that stuff out. But I'm just putting it out there so you can put it on your calendars. September the 14th, Encounter Mobile. Um, it's going to be good. So make sure you put that down, get all the details when that comes out. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. So with that, that's pretty much it. Thank you, everybody, for supporting my work on Patreon. If you want to support, check out all the stuff I bring to the table, all the new music, all that stuff. Patreon.com backslash Truthseeker. Again, you get access to my entire discography. 200 plus songs everything we've been talking about today on the podcast it's it's weaved in my music so make sure you check that stuff out again peace and shalom love you guys see you tonight on the school of the mystics make sure you get signed up for that peace peace Well, that does
does it for this episode, folks. To hear more episodes of the Truth Seeker podcast, head over to truthseeker.com. And if you're wanting to support the show and get rewards, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash truthseeker. Our best ever Sky Black Friday offer is here. Get Sky Q with the TV you love all in one place. An ultra-fast Sky Broadband for our best Wi-Fi all around your home. Plus, you can choose from Sky Sports or Sky Cinema. All for just €55 a month for 12 months. Don't miss Sky's best ever Black Friday offer. Just search Sky Black Friday. New customers only. Availability subject to location. Minimum term and further terms apply. For more info, see sky.ie slash speeds. Offer ends November 30th. Ah, audio via your smart speaker. A wonderful hands-free experience, leaving you more time to unwrap a miniature whisper. Pick up a box of Cadbury Heroes today. Stay at home and share them with your family or friends. Sometimes it's the little things that bring us together. 